This is The Extra Sheep, the unofficial Age Empires 4 podcast hosted by me, Socrates, along with Sir Nevels and Beal. Uh, we are missing Caleb Calamari. He's been on the last couple episodes. He's not going to be on this episode. Uh, he probably will be back the next couple weeks. I know, Sir Nevels, you might not be here next week, so we might have some uh, things to shift around a little bit next week or so. But how are we doing today, guys? Excellent. Excellent. Doing real good. Nice, nice. Um, well, I guess we'll just dive right in. Today's episode will be a little bit shorter. Uh, we've got some family things. On personal note, my wife had her baby. Woo! So that means I don't get to sleep ever again. Woo! Congratulations, um, sir. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It was a busy two weeks. Um, but we'll go ahead and just dive right in. Um, we don't really have really any news to cover that I'm aware of. Uh, the pup has come and is done now, I believe, right? Or did they extend it for a bit? I believe extended a bit. Extended yeah. a bit, I think. I feel like it ends either. Does it end like tomorrow then or That's I'm a great really question. Sure. I know it's it was extended like for a bit. Uh I didn't actually really dive into it too heavily, besides reading the patch notes and watching people stream it. Um I don't know if you guys ever did. Nah. I played like no, the I, first day and then I want the rank up. Yeah, I <laughs> stuck to rank on the live servers. Yeah, I've been doing a lot hey, of, of hours hours lately. Play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like a I nice season, that. though. I'm excited for the season, though. I would say that. The I am, actual too. Season. I am, too. There's a number of changes I'm interested to see how they'll pan out. And we talked about a lot about that last episode. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, we've got how many weeks now till the next season? It's coming out June? Is that four, right? Four weeks? About a month? Four weeks? I think it's... I actually have it up right I feel like it was three, three weeks and a couple of days, I think, is what I saw last on... Yeah. So, exactly three weeks, three days, and nine hours. That's All right. Count right. it down. As of recording <laughs> yeah, this here, up. it is Sunday, the 21st of May, when we're recording this. So, it's coming up soon. I'm excited. It should be a good change. I, I don't think we've heard anything about new civs being announced or anything yet, either, have we? I'm pretty sure season six will get new civs. You think? Do you, I don't know. I think, I think because uh, the last new series they came out around October, so like uh, this season, I think this is like a, kind of like a little filler. Season five is like a filler season, you know. Adds more. Oh, you're thinking but next season, heard, season six? Yeah, yeah, yeah season okay. six. So yeah, around season the same five, time I believe. Again. Yeah, uh, I think uh, one player was like giving predictions. He said that you know all these units getting different name changes and everything is starting to like. That's like they predict that's giving a hint towards new civilizations mm. in the game. No one knows which ones, but. Yeah, I can. I, if I put my money on it, I'll say next. So not next season, season five. So we're looking around like October that. again, maybe next yeah. time or September. I, I could, I could see that. I could see yeah. that. Like two new sieves a year. That's actually pretty mm-hmm. good for That's a game fine. like this. That, I, yeah, I, I like that. So one of the problems I have with AOE two is whenever I go back to it, I can never remember what all the sims do. Twenty more sieves. It's like <laughs> uh, I don't know what your tech tree is like. I don't know. Can't remember what your unique <laughs> unit is, what your eco bonus is. Yeah, like nice. Two a year, keep them much more different than AOE two. Yeah. And I think that's a good pace. And honestly, what they're doing with season five, like the rework and all the unique units that they're adding, feels uh, like a new civilization. I, I saw yeah. a post today that was kind of lamenting that China is not getting buffed the way they thought it should be. And uh, no. we we joke on this podcast, of course, that we all hate China. Mm-hmm. And I actually. Was playing a lot of quick matches the other day, and I kept losing to China. <laughs> I kept losing Boys to China. China. Like they're so versatile. Uh, their grenadiers are going to be nuts next season. Late game, like late oh, yeah. late game, China is going to be back. Uh, I actually got. I'm able to save this for my extra sheep, but I'll I'll just say it right now. I have a different thing for my extra sheep. 
I got attacked on uh, Danube River yesterday, I think. And this guy went uh, Fire Lancers in Castle like really early. That was his comp was Fire Lancers. And he didn't go Jukes, Fire Lancers and Crossbows. And I was playing as HRE. And I just was not ready for it. Was not ready for that. Uh, I was playing really well, was matching his water eco. He went two docks. I went for one, which was my big mistake. So I played water, but not hard mm. enough. And he just outpaced me a little bit, even though I got all the relics. Just, just got beat in the end. I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall for a while, but I, I was surprised at how good even pre-update Fire Lancers were in connection with crossbows against HRE wanting to go, of course, men at arms and whatnot. I've never seen that composition before. And neither had I, well, and I just too. didn't know what to do with it. So the uh, the pub did get an update though. Like a lot of things that were like we actually like believe it or not. I mean, I don't know if we ever get time eventually, maybe in the future. But there's like another review and delve and like in depth for the pub because like a lot of things that were strong, they actually reworked it. It's weaker. Like it, they they actually reworked the pub. So maybe some things aren't even the same as they were last time we read it. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, when they launched, because I know. The last major pup I remember was the one pre-Ottomans uh, and Malians, the one where the yeah. pup had those before live servers oh, did. Yeah. I remember there was a lot of changes in between the pup closing mm-hmm. and the patch actually going live. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing, I think. I think that's good. I mean, that's that's what the pup is for, right? That It's, it's them to play test it on a bigger yeah. scale than they can do internally, kind of get a view and see if the, what they like, if the changes are too heavy, and then they can fine-tune it. I think it's a good workflow as far as getting updates that are polished and ready to go. And I'd actually, that's like, mm-hmm. I don't mind that they push the season back another week or two, to let them collect more data and to let them keep going. Like, yeah. I don't mind it. We've, we've gotten a lot of good content. The game is in a, it's nothing's worse than when a game's in a really good spot and then they update it and it's no longer in a good spot because of the update. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. they're doing right. a very good job of not doing that. Like they're keeping the yeah. game in a good spot for longer. And I like that. Yeah, they, they, they listen to the people. They do. They, they really do listen to the community. Like, they you know, these pubs can release people have their critiques and everything and like it's crazy because they actually changed like the one thing i remember i'll make it brief but uh when the board they had it where the board didn't you couldn't sick the board on people mm-hmm. and everyone was heated everyone was upset about that and then they literally took that into account and they revoked that update and people were like rejoiced they were happy so like they actually do take you know they they really do take the community in consideration with these updates and that's why it feels like every update we're going forward rather than staying stagnant or going back. Yeah. Uh, and I keep hearing like whisperings like this game is dying. I think I heard someone say like this game is dying. My viewership on <laughs> all streaming, it's going down. Uh, someone was, I think, lamenting that a little bit. And part of me is like maybe for like Twitch views, maybe. But like, let's be honest, this game is not dying. It's just dying for like maybe some content creators. But overall, this game's in a good spot and it is so enjoyable at the moment. I've had a yeah, blast. Yeah, I played. Gameplay-wise, it continues to get better. Um, and exactly. I think, I mean, we're at the end of a season. There, you're going to see drop-offs near the end of the season because mm-hmm. there hasn't been like any sort of major update uh, exactly. pushed out for a while. So and a lot of new sense. games have come out this year, too. I mean, with Tears of the Kingdom right now, I mean, I don't Ooh, know you guys, yeah. but that game is Game of the Year material. Yeah, so that was like, yeah, it's, everyone thought it might be Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. No, no, no. Tears of the nah, Kingdom is man. a crazy, I could do a whole podcast on that. Like, it is Ew. such a good game. Get a bonus to one on one. We should hours. do that. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that. Do a bonus. Ooh, talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Kingdom. I could go. I because I love Breath of the Wild and I Tears of the Kingdom. I think is it. it I was right. Breath I, of the Wild on steroids. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. But uh, anyways, but yeah. before we go off onto the <laughs> bonus episode, there 
Uh, <laughs> let's dive in, I guess, to our main topic. So today, guys, uh, usually we do our news, then we normally do a game, and then we take a break, then we go to our main topic, and then we finish with our extra sheet. Today, we are kind of doing what we did last time, where our game kind of turned into our main topic. This time, it just is. We are talking about landmarks today, and there are so many landmarks. There's like 50 some odd landmarks in the game. We are going to make a tier list for them and hopefully Askeladd doesn't hate us for this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he had some uh, feisty things to say about our last tier list uh, with the unique, unique units. But this one, I think we'll be pretty good with this one. This is a pretty, I, th- I think landmarks we should be good at. This, this shouldn't be too hard. I've got yeah. my uh, screen shared with you guys still, right? You guys can see. Our tier list oh, yes, most definitely. Yes, sir. Um, most this looks like it's mostly in alphabetical order. I think we just go right through alphabetical order. What do you guys think? Right, Sound yeah, good? That sounds good. good. Which means we're starting with Abbey of Memes. <laughs> the Abbey of right Kings. Right is it memes here. anymore? Is it memes anymore? It's still I think, I think memes. I think it's viable. Is this not is, is it memes? It's memes. It's still memes. Okay, okay, maybe memes. Funnier right. memes because you get a king, but it's still. <laughs> I think people really wanted this to end up in a B tier or C tier with the update. Uh, let's be honest, though. Is, I, I think, okay, what are our criteria on grading these, though? Before we get off into a huge, like, okay. we don't know what our criteria is. What are, what are, we, what are we thinking of as what each tier is? Because um, I think something we're going to judge this off of is one power of the landmark, right? Like, how good mm-hmm. is it in terms of what you get out of it? Um, I think also yep. usability, how much it is used, I think has to come into account. Um, you can't claim something as S tier if you only use it 3% of the time. Yeah. So I think that dings Abbey of Kings. I think those are our two big things, right? Um, I think in relation to... That's an opportunity cost is a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah opportunity yeah, cost. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. exactly. each landmark, of course, has its corresponding other landmark you can choose for each age with the exception of Abbasid, which works a bit differently. Um, so yeah, Abbey of Kings gets dinged because it's kind of a meme when you use it um not many people do use it and when you compare it next to uh its counterpart the council hall i think it's a d tier and i hate to say i wish it wasn't but it really is d tier i uh, think yeah. so i think the i was thinking at least c have you ever it, sir neville have you ever, have used, you ever it? used it listen i told you boys i had an extra sheet but i said if you put the abbey kings on the gold and then you just, you just never, you never, no one ever stop your castle age age up. It's a little risky and it, you know, you're like, it's very greedy, but I think there's viability with it. And you got the poor man's French rush, you know, little horseman, little horseman. One, rush, you know? one night, one beefy, not even less beefy, one night that can kind of patch up his boo-boos, not even as well done as what the French knights can do. It's got the poor man's French build. You know really poor. The king man needs to raise taxes because he is not bringing in enough dough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, the poverty French, you know, it's going to be deal, you know. It just I means think... you don't build council halls. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe, so maybe, maybe D, D plus. Okay, let's go first on D. Yeah, yeah I think it's a D. No, no, right. I, I'm with you, Sir I wish it was better. I wish it was better. It needs something. It whether it be like my idea I've mentioned a couple times now of letting you be able to build just horsemen out of it uh, to go with that knight, just something to make it viable. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it's, it's not that great. Be a lot better right, if, you can, yeah. if you can move it like the Curlatai, it'd be way better. Oh yeah, of course. But like it makes but no I, sense I, to be able to move it. It makes no sense to do that. So right. no, I feel like the horseman idea like that is, a free stable, but it doesn't have any bonuses to it. Yeah, and, for, and it couldn't like, do knights, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it would never be able to yeah. do knights even in castle. Right. I think that would be. I think that would put it up to B or C easily, make it worth 
Because then, you know, you have to think what what tech would English go for? Are they going knights? Are they going horsemen? Are they going archers? Like you have to think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that would that would make no, it a bit I more. Think, I, I think you could just make it a normal stable. I think knights and castle coming out of the Abbey of Kings. But then it would be just 40%. like they'd be just it would be you, just be like knights. school cavalry though. Yeah, I think then it then it would be also a bring knights. Well, like have makes you build a knight after and gives it to you in feudal. Oh. Like I mean, oh, okay. well, this would be feudal. This is a feudal landmark, right? You couldn't build knights until castle. Oh, oh, it's so it's a regular stable. Adds, like a regular and then stable. Then it can make knights can and make castle. Game. I like that. That would then the two yeah. landmarks are like twins almost. One does archers. Is that, little, is that a little broken? Is that a little broken? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not if it was just a regular stable that couldn't build knights until castle age, like yeah. normal. It'd be it just a normal stable. And with no production speed. And keep the king. I would keep the king, okay. though. Keep, the, keep king. the king. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. King's gotta be there. Then that makes it unique and viable enough. Guys, oh, we should, they need to listen to us, man. Microsoft needs to hear our pleas. <laughs> that would make English isn't overpowered. That would make English yeah. a little more interesting, at least. All right. I think we've yeah. kicked this uh, kingly horse into the dirt. Um, <laughs> uh, we could talk about that one for ages. Uh, Abbey of the Trinity. This is uh, unique to Rus. Uh, this is their age three religious mm-hmm. landmark. This is a, I think this is a go-to, I think, in most Roost games. I think I I'd agree. Say a. I'd probably say A. And, yeah. then you get, and then you get the, uh, the uh, benefits from the uh, Warrior Monks, too. They're on your army, the, mm-hmm. the Saint's Blessing and all that good stuff. It's actually pretty. And then another thing, too, if you hit, if you go Abbey Trinity with your, uh, before your enemy hits Castle. Those relics. Dude, you get those, you get those relics so fast with the uh, Warrior Monks right around the map. The synergy of this this landmark with the sieve, I think, is really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think that I goes think, to yeah. play. And I think it is the superior choice of the two landmarks for Castle, for Roos. Um, and I, I love the warrior yeah, monks yeah. having able to get the relics I faster. Map, I think it's map dependent. Honestly, if you like which more, we don't got to talk about the other landmark. We'll get to that one later. But I think I think some maps, you know what I'm saying, the other landmark, pretty viable. Oh yeah, but I won't okay. disagree. I disagree, but I will say this one mm-hmm. is the go typical go to yeah, for Roos. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely the most common strat. It's a good. La- I don't think anyone has any qualms or uh, unpleasantries to say about this this landmark. Yeah, I don't think anyone yeah, does. It, it's good, but it's not like insanely bro- like it's not. Yeah, it's not broken. It's not it's the not uh, like, whoa. It's not the uh, the yeah. the Aachen Chapel, which is clearly oh, the S tier one, right? Oh, There's no way this is anything other than S. Come on now, that's S tier. Now the interesting thing. I've mentioned this too. I think Kaler a couple episodes back was like saying that Aachen's S tier is the best landmark in the game. And then he told us that he went mine work every time. Yeah, he, he loves that. That's very confusing. Very, confusing. <laughs> very interesting, yeah. right? This is, one of the, this is one of the things where HRE is in a great spot uh, as far as their oh, yeah. landmarks. I think, I think overall across the board, HRE does have the best landmarks. 100%. If I were to take them in a whole, like conglomerate yeah. whole, I think that'd be a fun tier list too. Like tiers of civs based on just their landmarks. That'd be interesting to see who has the best. Uh, if oh, that were yeah. the case, uh, Atrey would be S tier. Yeah, yeah, uh, Chapel is so good. So good. The moment they uh, updated to where it became a drop off point, changed the game. Like, it just changed the game. When you start dropping off <laughs> your resource to Aachen Chapel, you make your farms around it. Dude, you get so much food. Yeah. It's insane. And then there's some builds like where you can drop it off. Like some people, when I remember when the update first came, people were dropping you off on the deer. You can get castle in like seven minutes. Uh-huh. It can like, go, it I've insane. done that. I've done that in team games a lot. 
Yeah, it's um, insane. Yeah, it's so good. It, it's such a boost. And when you're going to go for like a Burgrave rush or something like that, it's just it's it, it works really well with the sieve. Uh, it can play a little defensive because HRE typically wants to fast castle. Typically, and Aachen Chapel just plays into that so well. I think it's the closest thing to a sieve that can match the Imperial officers of China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's close. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, <laughs> IOs no, might be better they're, still, they're, but yeah, officer, I think that's. I mean, those are mandatory units. Yeah, yeah they are. Really they are. Four of those every game. The Aachen yeah, Chapel. I think what's interesting with Aachen Chapel though is even though it is S tier, like it's not a guarantee. I, I think I think the Aachen Chapel, your mileage does vary, <laughs> and I like that about it. Like like I I usually mm. rate my Aachen Chapel placement on a scale of one to ten. Right, like for me, like a seven out of ten Aachen is worth it. I can get a nine out of ten Aachen or a ten out of ten Aachen, like beautiful. Uh, the more resources you can get around, like the thing's better when you get like the stone, gold, wood, and like a berry patch all on your Aachen Chapel. Like, oh yeah, oh, that, oh that's insane. Get a, you, you get an S tier Aachen Chapel placement. It's almost like your your percentage of winning is like increased. Your probabilities increase. Tenfold. I wonder what the what what would the actual percentage of that would be? Like how much it improves? But of course, you know, a bad Aachen Chapel yeah. can really. Oh, was it? Was I casting with a? Uh, who was I casting with a couple weeks ago? It might have been the voiceless one. Uh, a couple weeks, a couple months ago on Low ELO Legends, and we were complaining about knock and chapel placement that was so bad, had nothing around it, wasn't great, and we didn't think this guy was going to win. Then he put all the farms around it, and then somehow turned it yeah. around. And I was like, you know what? That like, was, me. was it with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was, I think it was my extra sheep a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. like it didn't yeah. even matter. Like once you get farms around it, worth it again. I think that for that reason, the Aachen is definitely S tier. Yeah, most because that's the insurance for it. You just make farms if it's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good landmark. It's a fun landmark, and it look and it looks good too. You know, I thought, I gotta count that in oh, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. All right, Berkshire Palace. Um, this was my extra sheet last time about how cracked this thing is right now. Um, know, there's man. no yeah. way it's anything lower than Give B. It like a B. B. Yeah. You think it's I that? Think I don't know. I think it's A. a I was leaning towards A. Um, I can see Dude, B. It's nothing B, lower than B. B is I'd the bottom. I'd rather take. No, I mean, I'd rather take a wind guard most most of the but time. Berkshire is better than it used to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like close out the game, drop a Berkshire on their face, and close it out. Yeah, that's you, true. You secure a lot of map control too with it. Dude, but the at that point in the game, is... you're not really worried about map control as much late, late in yeah, the game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think I, I wish I could give this a B plus plus. Um, it definitely like I think where you place it and when you place it matters. Um, if you just drop it in yeah. your base, it's great. That's yeah. good and all. It's still a B, I think, in that instance. I think if you place a good Berkshire, it can be an A. But I think B is a, B is yeah. a baseline. It will never be I, worse I than a B. a B. Yeah, I think it's a B. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Dude, I did not realize the range on the Berkshire was yeah, that Yeah, it is insane. Absolutely 15 ridiculous. 15 tiles of range. 15 tiles of range. That's, and me and my brother were playing a team game you know, on Hideout, and he dropped the Berkshire like right on the edge of the forest, and it killed my entire wood line, which is in the center like he like <laughs> like dude like if you like cut chop through this is a little situation if you chop through on hideout and put the berkshire on the wood line it'll like just keep like forever just destroy like the enemy's economy like it'll, it the range is insane you'll be shooting the tc dang there yeah from like the edge of, the, the, i did not realize it literally ended the game it'll shoot like, you yeah, without you even it, seeing it it'll be just like in the yes. shadows and it'll just be shooting hellfire down on you and you can do nothing about it like it's insane yeah. i think and then with the update it's a fire what is the range what are the range of trebuchets 
Uh, I believe Trebuchet's barely outrange Berkshire, but like yeah, barely. Bombards don't. Yeah, Bombards oh, yeah, don't. Bombard. Honestly, I like a Trebuchet. I feel like I would have guessed fifteen tiles would have been Trebs. That's what I thought too, actually. Maybe Nevels, you got AOE four rolled. Nevels, you got AOE four rolled. Let me check. I need to know because that's. I'm thinking about it. Like it's got to be just outside, right? Otherwise, uh, your only option would be to ram it down with rams. Oh, range is one tile more than the Berkshire. So 16, 16 tiles. Okay. But the Berkshire mm. is 15. So literally right. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. one tile. It's got one tile advantage. That's how it doesn't die. Okay. That's anything else gets lit up. Imagine if they both had 15. Oh, dude, that'd be. Ooh. Oh, man. It, Berkshire I mean, would be A tier then. B tier, I, I think. Yeah, that would be, that'd be huge. How would you even you take it out? Basically, treb it down. Yeah, if you couldn't treb Berkshire, it would go up to S tier almost. That, that would be crazy cracked. Mm. I think it's insane. As it is, I think B. I think B as a baseline. It can be an A if you place it well, mm-hmm. but B for your average Joe, I think B is fair. Yeah, B. B I can live with B. All right, uh, astronomical clock tower. This is a Chinese a, castle landmark. A, 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 a. yeah, because it acts as a siege workshop and produces engines with fifty percent plus health. Mm-hmm. Um, those nested bees a, are yeah, dangerous out of that thing. Back when the Imperial Fisher could supervise it, it was S tier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It was insane. But even without that, it goes on to A. Because, dude, they actually, like, I didn't realize how much more health they gave it. If you, uh, if you produce trebuchets out of there, it's actually pretty, it's pretty deadly. Like, they yeah, well, even sprinkles. I mean, even time. sprinkles. There's a reason why yeah, the Chinese anything, goes yeah. heavy into siege because those sprinkles can outfight. An equal number of sprinkles, you know, because that fifty percent health—that's at least an extra shot or two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's at least at least one extra shot. I'm not sure if it's because usually it's—is it three shots or two shots for sprinkles it's to snipe two each other? Two for a sprinkled, yeah. yeah so that so gives that gives a third shot then, which is yep. yeah, that is a whole lot of sprinkled, huge, huge, huge advantage. Yeah, I think I'm happy with that. Nay, that's that's a yeah, great landmark. I, I think that's the go-to castle landmark for uh, Chinese. Like that's the one they drop first. Oh, yeah. And now one thing to consider too is with with Chinese. Sorry, no, I'll just let you go into no, you're second. good. No, you're good. Uh, one thing with Chinese landmarks is I feel like they all get a little bit a, a little bit of a plus to them already, just because you can play every single one of them. There is less opportunity mm-hmm. cost than there is for other landmarks because you can have all of your cake and you can eat it too. Um, <laughs> so you can do them all, but, but I think astronomical clock tower is the one you go for first in castle, like almost every yeah. time. I what agree. were you gonna say? Oh, dude, I was just saying, I've used this so many times, I don't even know what the other one is in Castle, to tell you the truth. It's the, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's the uh, King's Palace, or the Emperor's Palace. Imperial Palace. Imperial Palace, imperial palace. Imperial palace. And, I, and I always confuse that with the uh, Imperial Age one, too. I mean, I have a Imperial, excuse me, uh, Feudal Age. Hmm. So, yeah, my right. clock tower is so good. I can, yeah. I, I can, I can fuse uh, the two landmarks. Yeah. Yeah, they sound very definitely. similar. The Imperial like, sound pretty. Academy, and then I think uh, the, yeah, 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 and Palace, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Ashram and Clock Tower, most definitely. A. All right, A, yeah, A tier, solid. Uh, with Chinese landmarks, uh, Barbican of the Sun. I think B, the B, solid B. B. I think yeah. it's solid. It's Probably a solid B. landmark. It's defensive. I it gets a boost. Yeah, I, I, I would put it in C, but because you can put it after putting the other landmark. I think the other landmark is the one you want yeah. to go for more often economically yeah. but because you can put this one on tack it on extra that I think that tips it into B for me because I don't think it in its own right is that cracked no like the Barbican's no, not gonna not crazy. a Barbican rush yeah choke points and early like gold I mean it's it's good if you've also got a map generation that allows you to play defensively oh, yeah. um mm-hmm. 
Stick a barbican in a nice spot. I know they're going to nerf barbican uh, dropped soon. Yeah, but, they are. Uh, yeah. Even then, those you can still get around those. Yeah, and the barbican drop, it doesn't feel like it's annoying. I've never felt that barbican drop is a game winner, um, except for maybe in a couple of choice situations. Uh, but it's yeah. a good landmark. B, because you can play it on top of the other H2 landmark, uh, that definitely pushes it over the edge for me. All right. Uh, I agree. Like, my, my own clearing is S tier. <laughs> yeah, my own tier. Like, a lot of things get S tier. <laughs> that thing is not a joke on my own clearing. I'm like, dude, what is this? Get out of here. We have a... um, up next, we have the Burgrave. Burgrave Palace for the HRE. Um, this is the counterpart to the Regnets. Um, I think an A. You think an A? 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 Wow, really? I, I love the Burger Rush. I love... I Just like it. Getting that string of men at arms out, run into the uh run into your opponent's base. I don't See, necessarily uh, disagree. I would say B. I would say B because of like I said, the opportunity cost. The regnant's like I feel like okay, if you want to like really end your enemy and you think you can in Castle Age, then Burgrave's great. Oh, for sure. But like, you know, usually I feel like you want to go the other landmark with HRE because it just scales better. Like I will say Cernevels at this point, it really depends on I think it depends on what you're going for. Cause if you're playing the way you want to play the Civ, which is to boom with a lot of gold, obviously it's never gonna be the better choice. But if your plan is to say screw that, I'm just gonna go Ock and get my eco boost and then burger rush the English player on prairie. Mm-hmm. I think okay. I think burger, I mean it's it's because it's a very different strat, but it's equally as viable as the regnets. Um so you know, I- on water maps, I think that Burgrave is a S tier. It's a great build with Burgrave. Water- you- oh yeah! Ble- oh really? I would quick. almost I, I would almost disagree, but but go ahead, go ahead. Okay, hot take really here quick. coming in from Sir Neville's. Really? <laughs> On water maps, man, if you just win the water. And then kind of like once you have enough fishing boats on water and they put your units on gold and you go up with the bird grave, you could just like, like they'll be so busy trying to recover on water or fight you on water. You can start spamming out men in arms to their land eco while you're fighting them on water. Like I have solely like as I play HRE on a water map, I've only gone bird grave. And no, I now, that you it, now that you mentioned, I don't think I've ever gone regnants. When I've played it during yeah. the water. Now I'm thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, like, I'm fair, only going Burgrave because they. The land love, transition gets really. That's a powerful yeah. way to land transition. I'll give you that. I'll yeah, give you land transition. So I think I think on water maps, A, uh, A for sure. But I guess. Yeah. I think A overall. I guess, I guess, I guess, a, a, overall. I guess a overall. Yeah, I guess A overall. It's, I guess, it's, it's tough to judge this one because its counterpart is equally as good. Yeah, if not better. Right. And when I think about it, I honestly go Burgrave way more than Regnets. So I'm like, wait a minute, what am I even trying to argue this for? I tend, to go, I, tend to go, uh, I tend to go Regnets myself more often than not. I really am partial mm-hmm. to the Fast Castle, but I, when I do H3 and team games, it's kind of what you got to do. But Burgrave, mm-hmm. man, a good Burger Rush, dude, against like an English player or something, it just feels so it's good. Insane. Although Beal just very defended one of those off today. I was watching that. That was good. You were able to hold off the Burger Rush. But... Yeah. And that, uh, thank God it was a game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Here's a, a less. We've been we've been getting a lot of good good uh landmarks so far. Here's one that's not so good. Chamber of Commerce, the age two economic uh, landmark for the French. I think C. You gonna say D? I'm leaning D? towards 
Mm-hmm. Going to opportunity cost as well. Like, yeah, I just yeah. think I think it's around. It's like as memey as the Abbey of Kings. I don't know. Okay, so okay, really quick. I think it's C because of the updates. I think it kind of rose it a little bit above D. When you get the free traders for every technology you research, and French did, I think they get cheaper technology. Me, I'm wrong on that, but yeah, when you it's you research, they do, they do. Yeah, so like I think that right there makes it a look. I've seen players actually go trade, and if you not, if you keep your trade safe, you don't need to put any, any really any villages on gold, and that'd be your gold income, which funds your knights. Like yeah, I think obviously there's an opportunity cost, and it's not as good, but he, I don't think it's garbage. All right, you've convinced me. I'll go see. I, <laughs> and it's more viable on team games as well. Yes, of course. Even though I do think it's super duper duper risky. I, if I could put this as like a C minus, I would. I'll put it in mm-hmm. C. I, I definitely think it, it's gotten better than what it was. Um, then again, so is Abbey of Kings. Abbey of Kings is better than what it was too. It's still in D tier. Chamber of Commerce, I feel kind of gross putting it in C. I don't think I've ever <laughs> lost this thing. Uh, in play on a 1v1 unless it's like maybe Altai it's got a, it's got a place but I think the opportunity cost yeah. is really weighing it down because yeah. why would you ever yeah. want this landmark when you can get knights faster I mean www.morenights.com um, would, would just be screaming at us for for <laughs> championing this landmark over the other for sure okay. yeah I mean it's, it's more punishable on team I mean on 1v1s like yeah. well, team games is great, but one, it one, one, but it, but if you can successfully pull it off, it can actually it can scale really good, yeah. like really good. But it depends if you how good you are protecting your trade, and so yeah, I think C. I think it's complete garbage. All right, we can we can put it in C. Not complete garbage, but in my opinion, it almost is almost. <laughs> uh, it's close. It's like a D plus plus or a C minus for me. But I'll I'll I'll, 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 I'll I'll put it in C. Um, C college. Minus. College of Artillery. This is the age four military landmark for the French. Um, this, of course, is juxtaposed with the Red Palace um, for the French, which is which was the best defensive landmark. Now the Berkshire's given it a run for its money. The College Most of Artillery, definitely. though, gives you the Royal Cannon. And we talked about the Royal Cannon a lot last episode and how cracked it could yeah. be. Um, it's also kind of a high risk, high reward. Where do we put this? I, I don't know that I would put this above b low b high c like i yeah it's not crazy I, agree. I build it as french um, yeah i build it but i yeah. don't feel like i get a lot out of it right right because i mean if i'm not looking to if i'm looking to stay aggressive i'm not really going to be dropping a red palace unless i'm just able to get it into their base yeah um so i pick this up but the the amount of times that I've really used those Royal cannons and all of the upgraded siege equipment is it's pretty low. I don't That's know. I'm thinking, time, yeah. I'm thinking low B high C. I, I put it above chamber of commerce for sure. Yeah. Um, but I also have a hard time putting it next to Berkshire and the Barbican. And again, I don't feel like it completely doesn't belong with those. But as an age four landmark in particular, like if this was an age three landmark, it would feel really good at B or A. Oh, for sure. As an oh. age four landmark and the cost, I I'm feeling okay. B minus minus C plus somewhere in that range. Okay, guys. One thing I just realized, I was looking something up really quick. With uh, without the College of Artillery, you don't get culverins. You don't. So yeah, I don't believe French gets culverins unless they make royal culverins out of the college okay. artillery. 
So but I think that like, gives it a good. I think it's a good reason to give it a B rather than okay. C. Okay. Yeah, without, yeah, you don't get Culver's at all without the Cosmetic. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna. That's interesting. Other sieves do, don't they? Not all sieves get Culver's. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, unique, that's an interesting. Are the only ones? Yeah, that get yeah, yeah. And the Culver's, oh, really? which I didn't realize that. I thought for a minute I thought all sieves did get Culver's. I realized that Culver's is actually sieve specific. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's only there's only royal Culver's. There's no regular Culver. All right. B minus. I'll, I'll give it a B minus. There you go. It's, there you go. And it tips back. As an H4 <laughs> landmark, getting it access to a unit you would not otherwise get does help it out a little bit, especially the Culverins. Because yeah. the Royal Cannons feel like a good one. That's a good yeah. reason to go for. Culverins are a very underrated unit, I think, overall. Oh, they're good. They're good. Um, compound of the Defender. This is unique to the Delhi Sultanate. I don't know a ton about this landmark. I don't have a lot of experience with this landmark. Yeah. Um, infantry units can build stone walls. It reduces the stone cost of buildings, which means you can build a lot more keeps for a lot cheaper. Um, it's a pretty yeah. good no, landmark right now, right? I say A or S. I'm telling you. Like, I mean, probably A. S is pretty wild. S is pretty a, wild. And sure. it to Ock and Chapel. I think it's yeah, A. Because this, yeah. is, this is how Delhi does a that crazy castle building, right? Because yeah, it also yeah. allows, because now it has the, the text, the unique keep text mm-hmm. inside the compound of the Defender, so that you can actually research village fortresses within mm-hmm. your like mosque range so it doesn't take like 20 minutes to research that's huge so that you can yeah. start dropping keeps as town centers across oh, yeah. the map yeah i think it's it definitely an a here yeah. and, and definitely it's gotten a lot better the last uh, update as well um that's yeah. where a lot of those things have been adjusted i think uh, that's why everyone thought uh, delhi would be the cracked sieve this season um, they're not, I wouldn't say the cracks even. I think at the beginning we were thinking they would be. They're definitely yeah, not, they're but they're, they're viable though. Jelly's viable, and oh, this is a good, mm-hmm. good landmark. Even though I haven't played against it and with it too much. I've seen a lot of people play with this on stream with that, so. Alright, here comes my one of my favorite ones. Uh, Council Hall, unique to English. Uh, S-tier, are we saying S-tier? Wow, Beal, S-tier, huh? I don't know, I might agree with Beal. I might agree. <laughs> my, okay, so as the English guy over here, my initial placement for this is A. Maybe I'm expecting too much of my landmarks, though. What are you thinking? Is it really that good? I mean, I guess with the art, the yeah. crossbows now, huh? I mean, 100% faster. It's 100% faster. It's the... It does work 100% faster. That's true, huh? It's the bread and butter for the, like, yeah. longbow spear push. For like the feudal English mass, like you need this to just pump out those longbows, yeah, faster than your opponent can build anything. It's like, historically it, accurate. Everything, everything's great about it. <laughs> Get next it points is. there. That's funny that I would. It's funny that to me that I would put that in A. Maybe it's just because I've played English so much that to me it's just so rote. That and I, I guess this should be a clue in for me why it should be S. Is I always pick it, and next to the Abbey of Memes, Abbey of Kings, especially. This is like a go-to landmark. I think you 99% yeah. out of 100 times you're going to see this dropped over the Abbey. Um, and it is a good landmark. And it did get better. I actually, I, I know some people don't like it. I think it was a good choice to give them crossbows when they reach Castle. I think, so too. I think it makes this landmark scale a lot better because that was my one problem with it before. Before it was like a B or A. Um, before it was still really good. It still good. Like it is. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. English doesn't have a lot of other good landmarks besides this. This is probably the best English landmark. The Wingard was better. It got kind of worse. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is the best English landmark right now. And again, the yeah. White Tower and King's Palace are both decent. 
But this one definitely stands out as kind of a hallmark for English and English play style. Yeah. All right. S-tier. I, I guess that's here. I think S is the one. All right. We have our first up next. We have our first uh, wing. So for the Abbasid, obviously, the landmark is the uh, House of Wisdom. We are uh, we're going that as the landmark because it's just obviously it would be it could be anywhere from D to S depending on how you play it. So we're doing mm-hmm. the wings. And now the hard part about the wings is that it's hard to know where to put these, I think, because when do you get these wings, right? Like what what makes them better and what age? I don't really know where to place these in a lot of ways. Um, so I guess we'll take kind of a compre- we'll take kind of a comprehensive view at this as to what yeah. game you're getting overall through the ages. Um, Culture Wing is the first one up for this. Uh, see, I'll talk to, yeah, I probably would go. See, dude, like you, like you said, it's soccer ten. It's like because it is like it depends on when you get it and like what the layout everything is and like what makes it really good. But overall, say me usually. I think that culturing is good for castle age, like your second. But some I've talked to some guys who believe some people go culturing as their first feudal upgrade through the House of yeah. Wisdom. So I do that um, on watermap. This is a great, oh. great one to go on water maps, especially on water maps where military wing, the units you get aren't going to be able to yeah. really do anything by the time they get to your opponent. Uh, yeah. Just because you're not looking to go to TC, and then yeah. you can research everything cheaper, as well as you can castle. Like the the cost it takes to research the castle age wing hmm. is also reduced, which is cool. That's actually really dope. Yeah. So we say so like, like you want to go fast tier? castle, but it's it's so situational. I yeah. I don't want to put it in B. Like for water, I'd put it in A. Um. But on the whole, if you're if I'm playing Dry Arabia, this is not what I'm choosing out of the gate. Yeah. I'll probably pick it up. I don't typically go like if I'm going full imp with Abbasid, eventually one of the wings will be culture wing. Um, OK, I think B but, then it's, it's average. It depends yeah. on where you play. It. It's going to be kind of hard, like yeah, I said, to I think really B. rank these. But B seems to be kind of like as low as it'll go is going to be B. I can't really see it being a C tier too often unless yeah, you really misplay. I don't know what you're doing with it. Yeah, most you're getting a good benefit out of that. And that's that's kind of the nice thing about Abbasid is it's really hard to go wrong because you have so much versatility in what you're picking. You don't get as many options, but you can get them all at once. Kind of nice. That's why I love them. That's why I love them. Um, this is another up next is the first Mongol landmark we're looking at. Um, this used to be the go-to for feudal. Um, now, oh, yeah. it went for a period. It was no for a period. It went to the other way. Uh, we're talking deer stones right now. It used to be always go for this landmark. Uh, when the game first came out for the first couple seasons, then there was uh, that big trade thing that kicked off back like season three and four, um, where the silver tree just became completely dominant. And this was never a pick. Now I'm seeing like a 60 40 with this one where it pops up 40% of the time still. So it's there. Um, Deerstones uh, instantly researches the, uh, uh, the yam network and it increases moving movement speed by, I think 15%. Um, mm-hmm. for anything that's in the range of it and i think outpost oh it says right here yeah it says that so outpost and a landmark it's a good landmark i don't know it's a great it's definitely not a great landmark right i think it's great i think it's great really oh i was thinking c i was thinking Honestly. c yeah whoa remember remember c? the op- remember the opportunity cost next to silver tree that's if you want to go trade though yeah that's but if like, you want to go trade why would you not want to go trade with mongols though it's so good trade is great trade is good but i'm telling you i think like 
I think the reason why Deerstones got less popular is only because not because it got worse, only because the Silver, uh, tree, got Silver tree got better. Yeah. Same thing with another civilization we'll mention later. Because Deerstones didn't get any worse. It didn't get any worse at all. Like, and it depends on how you use it. First of all, it's almost like I don't know if it stacks a wheelbarrow, but it's great for your economy. If you build it, that's why most people who built it, they build it near their economy because oh, it makes your villagers go supersonic. Oh. Yeah, everything goes I didn't supersonic. Realize it was, I didn't right. realize it was uh, including villagers on that, but it is all yeah, units. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, most increase. definitely. Huh. So now you're now you're gathering. And, and, then, and then the radius of it is huge. So you can get like your gold. It hits your gold, wood, everything. Everyone's losing their mind. And then if you want it, okay, you can go trade. And maybe you don't want to go trade like oh, you go trade tree, later. You go trade and later, it speeds it up, and it'll outpost. still speed up your trade with the top the tower. You know and what, levels? You know what? I'm sold. It's B tier. <laughs> I'm sold. You sold me with that. I didn't realize yeah, that okay. the fifteen percent. I thought it was just I'll for military you, units. It goes in, and then you can move it. So you can, if you're going to fight, you can move Deerstones closer. Your units are faster. Has it's, anyone it's, done that? I don't think I've ever seen oh, Deerstones move. I've seen, I've seen pros. I've seen pros do. I think huh. I've seen Salami do it. He like brought his deer stones up to his fight, and his his units were just running around everything. They, like he was raiding with his units, and they were just they were outrunning everything. He has deer stones near. He had it kind of tucked away so the enemy didn't see it. But yeah, dude, I think I think there's was A tier. But you know, if I have to settle for B, I'll settle for B. You know what? But deer stones is really good. You know what, Beal? Sir Neville's is getting really good at this convincing thing. He is. <laughs> I think that's two in a row he's gotten me on. Like that. That's that was a very good argument for why it should not be C. I'm telling you, man, it's good. I'm that, telling you. I did not realize it. I thought it only applied to uh, military units. I did not realize that a speed oh, boost was all for units. all units. That actually is. That's big. And I believe. Wow. I believe. And I believe that Wilbur stacks with it. I believe that it would have to. Yeah, because this is this, the yeah, network is the technology. Yeah. So Wilbur would stack. Holy Tell crap! You, and you can get so improved crazy. wheelbarrow too with the uh, yeah. with Whoa, Mongols. Let's go, dude! Let's I didn't think of Mongols. These go. guys are cracked. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, man. I think it's A tier, but we would, hey, B doesn't do B. Well, I'll, I'll settle with we'll B. We'll stick with B because it, there is an opportunity cost yeah. next to the silver of tree. Of course, you're right. Good. Okay, that makes sense. You know, let me not get greedy. Okay, but uh, so definitely not a C. I, I've been sold. I I, yeah. I might need to take a look at Mongols again because that. It's going to help me understand how to beat Mongols now so much better because that's never something I fully understood. Like. I probably it's probably my fault that I haven't really researched all the sieves in this much complexity and depth before, but I did not know that about Deerstones. Wow, that is yeah, I'm telling the implications you, man. of that are huge. Okay, okay, I'm I'm a believer now. I'm telling you, like I told you, like uh, some people swore by it. I mean, like I said, I think it's a I think it's a landmark that just got you start looking at it more because yeah, Silver Tree just got really good because mm. it wasn't really that it wasn't popular at all before, and once you got the upgrade. Which I don't know what the upgrade was. It made it so good, but some people it went crazy. It went insane. Hmm. Next up uh, for the Delhi, uh, this is H two landmark Dome of the Faith. This is the religious landmark. Produces scholars at minus fifty percent cost, um, but it's a bit slower, I think, as well. A little bit. I think. I think it's a little slower. I think they. I think they don't cost as little as they used to before. Hmm. But. Uh, but I think it's. Ooh, A B. I think mean, it's up there. So I'd say it's B. I think it's a solid B. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking B. It's good. To have it's another good. option to build scholars, cheaper scholars, even though they take longer. Um, you're gonna be yeah. building them all game anyway. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. To just have a to have a building just solely dedicated to that mm-hmm. where you don't have to worry about like, oh, I need to drop a second mosque now. 
Um, yeah. As soon as you hit feudal, you can have basically two mosques going and getting those scholars out. And that can be huge. You get enough of those guys, and suddenly your units just stop dying. Oh, yeah. The lilies don't die anymore. They're like, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Don't worry. It, yeah, I, think, I, I think it's a landmark that really does fit well with the Civ. It synergizes very well with what you're trying to do. It, mm-hmm. it's a good timing for it because h2 it gives you long-term benefits um it's not cracked or broken so i really don't want to put it in a i do think b is a good spot for it uh, i wouldn't change anything with this especially because it's as long as it's used i mean i think the worst thing is when you have a landmark that's just never used um i'm looking I, at abby ellie's got a good like 50 50 on their feudal yeah yeah that, yeah that is good i think uh i think dumb the faith like i think it's situational like two if you because you know opposed to what the other landmark we'll talk about later but this one is if you are kind of like playing the more macro like because mm-hmm. the other one's more like aggressive you want to play more mm-hmm. macro you get to take your sites earlier get the you know, get your scholars on the field get them inside of their production buildings and everything i think dumb of faith is really good but yeah. if you want to go the other route where you want to just go you know i'm saying get a little violent then i guess uh that's <laughs> not the best one yeah yeah <laughs> All right, moving things along here. Economic wing. This is the second wing we've done for S-tier, the Avatar. baby. S-tier, really? I mean, yeah, it's got the Fertile Crescent. I'm thinking A. Maybe A. A. Maybe A. I don't know, man. I, I don't think good. I think military. Bro. I think military wing sometimes makes it competitive as to whether you want economic or military first. Um, but I will say mm. it is no lower than A, though. It's a good yeah, option. That no Fertile Crescent, especially, uh, is oh, good. One of the best takes in the game. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's so good. It's so good. Fertile Crescent. I just, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm being biased. I mean, probably A tier. I mean, obviously, I, I'm a type of absolute builder where, like, I don't even see the purpose of playing them unless I'm going full economic. I'm just trying to get as many veils on the field as I can to try to boom my economy. But if you're, if you're going for a boom civilization, especially, like, for economy-centric, uh, man, it's economic wing. Yeah. yeah it, I, it defines Abbasid in yeah. a way. Like this, their standard way to play them anyway. That's the, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. safest way to play them. Immediately, second PC. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, uh, I'm really sad they took out, I don't know if I'm sad because the fresh food stuff used to be in the economic wing and it used to be 50% off the villages, which was literally beautiful. But first time Crescent is not the, not the worst substitute. No, it, it's that, a good uh, work. It, was, it, was, it needed a bit of yeah. rework. I think it's in a good spot right now. And I think oh, A is a, a reasonable spot. place for the economic wing. I agree. I agree with you guys on that. Um, Palace. I'm going to oh, put this one in yeah. C off the bat. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking C. It's a good landmark. Yeah. I think it suffers from the opportunity cost of being next to the Palace of Swabia. Yeah. Um, it, it never feels good when I drop this thing. I, I don't like dropping it. I don't usually think it's good for you to drop it. I, I think C. I don't think there's much more we can even say about it, right? Anything else? Anyone's got Wait, anything? I, yeah, I think maybe... Free for all, I think it's kind of relevant. Maybe I think mm-hmm. people using free for all. Free for all, okay, yeah, because it's like you know like you can buildings. yeah, because your your buildings go a lot stronger. But other than that, I think in civil, like uh, just solo one v one, yeah, I do not C-tier. think it's definitely not D. Think, yeah. It's not D tier. It's not. No, yeah, it's, no, it's not no, worthless. No, You're getting bad. a good. It's a good keep. It's not as good as Berkshire. Not as good as Red Palace. Um, it's pretty. You're, it, it it suffers from opportunity cost. I think C is a good place for it. I, I hate this next landmark. This landmark, landmark, I hate with a passion. Um, Farimba Garrison. It's been kind of reworked a little bit. 
I gotta see the reworks on it because it, it used to be cracked. It used to be cracked. It was moved nuts. down from S to A in my yeah. yeah it's still it's so great. good. It's I, good. Oh man, I hate this landmark too. Mollians are just cracked in general right now. Mollians, they're just. First it was the Frimbo, now it's the Warrior Scouts. Mollians just are, they're so unique that oh, they've got tiny. a couple of strats that are just so dang powerful. Uh, and like, how, do you, how do you fight it? If you let them get this one up with enough gold behind it, you don't fight it. It's, uh, a, it's a win condition in my it's opinion. Nothing you can do. Honestly, like, I played a game the other day where I played the Mollians. Dude, this guy was funding a military of like 70 people with like 55 economy. And I was like, how is this happening? Like, and that's where it gets kind of like it gets pretty cracked, yeah. Because literally, if you like, if you see, it doesn't scale the best though. Because once you're on a goal, you're kind of screwed, yeah. But it's it's a high, it's, it's it's risk and reward though. I mean, it, what yeah. it's doing is it's making you only rely on one resource, which already yeah. makes it was what made Molly and so busted back in like season yeah. four, and they're still busted now, but for different reasons as well. I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's, I think A though, right? Like, there's no way it's lower than that. Even still, okay. used to be like yeah, last year. Yeah, it used to be S, not A. Fort of the Huntress. This is the age four defensive ah, landmarks for the Malians, so I think. Look this one up, actually. I want to say this I one is, it acts as a keep. It's kind of the go to, I think. Unfortunately, the Griot Barra, I don't think, is ever picked. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. It acts as a keep. I don't feel like it's anything special, though. But it, it, yeah. it, it's actually next season is getting updates. It's getting updates. Yeah. Next I feel like right now I'd put it in like C or B. I don't know where I would put it. Fort Huntress. It's yeah, like it's neither yeah. of the Mollians oh, H4 or, landmarks are great. And I think this one suffers from just the fact that Mollians win things in Castle Age and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, I think this season is where it's at, but next season is going that they actually increase the stealth. Of the uh, that's mm. the stuff that the, it provides, they made it better because I don't see many people using stealth as a molly. It's like, no, I feel like not it's at all. Like, I feel like people like forget that they can literally just appear in your base. <laughs> like, yeah, I had it happen, I had it happen to me once on my siege, and I've ever since then always kept spears around it to try and keep them safe. Yeah, that's smart. That's like, like I think one, I think it's gonna be a big problem if people really realize, like, you know, some pro goes out there and gets a really good Fortress of the mm-hmm. Hunters build, and then everyone's using it, and then now got more problems. Yeah, but right uh, now, right now, I think you say a good spot for you. Yeah. To say for uh, speaking of Malians again, a uh, Grand Fulani Corral. This is the other H three landmark that is uh, next to the Farimba. This is a good oh, landmark too. I'm gonna say um, it's good. It's it's good. good. I think I it's an A tier. Yeah, well. it's just yeah. as good as the Farimba. I think I've seen it more recently now that the Farimba's heyday is kind of over. Uh, people have been going mm-hmm. Grand Fulani a bit more, but I mean, nearby cattle provide twenty food per minute, and you surround it's that so thing good. with cows, and that's free food and. The economy that you get from that is it's good. It's really hard it's to it, it's safe too. It's safe. Uh, it safe food is great. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. You don't have to leave your base. Like Which is just frustrating. You got your food, you got your gold. Yeah. Stay it's crazy. It's crazy how like this landmark wasn't really even more popular in the past. It's actually really good. Well, the weird thing is that it started right. out really good and then the Farimba was discovered. Mm-hmm. and everyone dumped this landmark and now it's come back again because they're both good it's just as the meta people have caught on to different metas with them all because mines are such a new sieve right and they're so weird mm-hmm. i think that people have just been experimenting yeah. and, and there's probably still other builds with mollians like the warrior scouts i mean other things that keep popping up that are viable mollians are one of the best sieves right now and i can't stand them 
but <laughs> yeah. uh, people are texting the grand uh, flying the corral like hey big head sorry i messed up how you doing what you been up to <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding uh here's the next one for uh on the list i'm sorry i'm trying to get through this i know beals on a timeline we're oh, trying to keep this oh, yeah. uh, keep this one rolling the Great Wall Gatehouse, H4 defensive landmark for Chinese. Um, it's so good. It's good, isn't it? It's not it's usually good. the one. You don't usually drop this one first, though, right? And usually you drop the Spirit Way first. I know. I, I, think, I think people are dropping this first out of pitch because it, it's basically a keep. It's a Chinese keep. Well, it's a, super it's keep. a nest of bees on steroids, too. Yeah, it's insane. It like, does, it depends, it is, I guess, you do have to build up some walls you. to put it up first, though. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird landmark. It is weird. I'm saying B. There's, it's not better than Berkshire. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's better than Berkshire, no. and it does get a bit of a boost in my mind, like B plus, because you can build it on top of the Spirit Way. Um, that, yeah. Because you can build both. All the Chinese landmarks are really powerful because of that synergy they get. Um, I would say B. It's no worse than B. It, there's an argument to be had that it's an A tier landmark. Um, I don't like that you have to build the wall first on it. I wish you yeah. kind of had the. Uh, but then again, I'm kind of glad that it forces the Chinese to do something more because. They're already cracked. So I don't, I, as a Chinese player, I don't like it. But as a player against Chinese, I'm like, thank goodness they have to put more effort into it. Uh, I think B oh, yeah. is safe, though. That's I've been killed by this landmark a lot. Like, it's a very, say, like, you know, you're already, you know, you're up ahead just to end the game. You drop that on yeah. somebody and, yeah. Uh, yeah, things aren't going too well. Sir Nevels, I'm really sorry for this next one. The Griot Barra. I'm sorry. S tier. S tier. <laughs> I'm pretty S-tier sure it's D. Landmark. I'm pretty sure it's D. Banning your ass. <laughs> branding, baby. Branding. S tier. Uh, I, I can't. I cannot in good conscience give this anything more than a D tier. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I just. It feels what like it does nothing. It, it's you want to like, hear something really? Yeah. You want to hear something really sad? What do they do again? <laughs> Look at this. Exactly. Right. Exactly. What does it do again? You begin a festival. You spend three hundred gold to start a festival that gives you a couple of a like. It gives you like a bonus to either food enhanced gathering rates or military production speeds or damage of torches and siege attacks. You start three yeah, one of three festivals that gives you a boost in one of those three things, and you spend gold to do it. If it was a free boost, yeah, it'd yeah, be if it was awesome. Free, that'd be pretty cool. If or it was free, cheaper. it'd be an A tier. Boom. Yeah, I agree. Paying was, gold yeah. for that, like, what am I actually getting out of this? Like, and it's temporary yeah. too. No. I, yeah, I've used this once. Uh, awful, where, awful, Mark. Where the uh, increased torch damage to just close out a game, burn down the landmarks, and be done with a game. That's pretty funny, but. You have to be in a position where you're so far ahead where the game doesn't matter. It's over anyways. Yeah. yeah. This this landmark does not give you enough. Um, you have so, to pay money to use it. I mean, this it, is like the EA of landmarks, guys. This is terrible. I'm trying to think here. Wait a minute. So like, it's, so it's, it's, it does have a countdown on it. There's a countdown. Uh-huh. We know that for sure. Because I, I say it says one festival may be active at a time. So we know like there's like, like do we know what the countdown is? Uh, I think it's it lasts like for like a minute, it, and like a minute and a half. Like it's it's enough it's to be like seconds. cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, three hundred gold. Three hundred gold. Yeah, three hundred gold. You get the gold back. Yeah, pay to win. That's a pay to win man, Mark. And I'm yeah, not a fan yeah, of it. Yeah, this is pay to win man, Mark. It's not you spend the best culture. You know what I'm saying? But I love, I love, I love the festival part of it. It really does good for good branding. Oh, as far as as far as like. As far as like the aesthetic of this landmark and how oh, it yeah, looks, cool. oh, it's great! It's, it's great. Looking. No, mechanically, and then when you, and then when you, oh yeah, viability. 
Yeah. But like, and then when you use it, like, I think like, there's like a little firework or something comes out of it. It does. Like, it has like, like a little like, and they all cheer yeah, and stuff. It's, it's, it's super cool to look at. It's very cool to look at. I mean, you are looking for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neville's is trying so hard. <laughs> Sorry, Neville's, you can't convince us this time. It's D tier. I understand. I understand. You're right. Uh, I'm gonna you choose, choose your battles wisely, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> choose them wisely. Just relax. <laughs> um, for the French age uh, three landmark Guild Hall, this is an interesting choice because Listen. I give it an A. I agree with you, Bill. I'm so happy you say that. I like. I'm tempted to put it in B, but I think I agree with A. It is a good landmark. Um, I prefer great. the Royal Institute. Um, it's got its place. But like, this one's what got if its you place. Have no knight when you yeah. hit castle. Like if you have no knights, this is a home. good landmark. Yeah, like I think that is another one of those landmarks that the uh, the Royal Institute got better, so the Guildhall kind of got overlooked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like Guildhall scales. Excellent. There's nothing more reassuring than when you think you're over. It's like, oh man, I'm out of food. Popping out <gasps> three keg food right there. Wait a there. minute. And then like, and, but and then when you really forget and you get like eight, nine k, you're like, oh, we're good, we're booming, let's go. Like, are you like? Hey, I you like that this this requires you to kind of think about what resource you want to have in reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you want? What are you gonna need in five minutes? Yeah, in five minutes, right? Yeah. Like, you gotta really think about. Because imagine if it was just you get to pick what resource it was. Um, that would be cracked, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it would be cracked. Yeah. Uh, and I like that you have. Oh, like, yeah, really, I like that yeah. it makes you plan ahead. Um, yeah. So it's not S tier because otherwise that'd be insane if you just picked anything you want. But I like that you have the option between a couple of resources to pick. It's it's a good re- it's a good landmark. It, it definitely can come in clutch. I think at the right time. And then and then it's it's kind of a cool catch up landmark. Uh, yeah. Like say for example, you're in castle. Your, your enemy hits uh, like your enemy hits imperial, and you were like, you know, one situation was you're like, he an imperial. Oh god, what do I do now? And then you go to your you go to your guild hall. And you're like, I oh, activate my draft card. Reserved. Exactly, boom, and you're <laughs> are you're you're right there with them immediately. You're like, oh, let's go. I'll card up. Two thousand you know, gold just, for free. Yeah. Like two thousand gold. I just forgot about it, and I was working out pretty well for me. But yeah, like it just it, it is situational though. So we put an A. Yeah, you, hey, I'm down for A. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that you're like going it's to get your, you're going to get the money you paid into it back with dividends. I like that a lot. Yeah, like that's, yeah I like it's that. The, yeah, it's the safest. Investment. It's the safest investment in this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for the Roos, age four uh, landmark high armory. Uh, decreases the cost of siege Ooh. engines uh, in the siege workshops by twenty percent, and it contains uh, unique siege engine technologies. Um, I. I think I normally go with this one. I think it's an A. It's a pretty good landmark, right? It's it's definitely an Imperial landmark, you know, where you're kind of getting your late game boosts to your siege. Mm -hmm. So you're, it's got the tech that increases the Springled range and turns the Roost Springleds into monsters. Yeah. And they used to to be even better, dude. And with those in the Streltsy, man, with those in the Streltsy, then you just turn into like a machine with the Roost. It's very, I like, I like the way it synergizes with the Roost play style. Most definitely, very well. I, and like, honestly, you don't really go um, the other landmark too much. What is the other landmark make... even? Gosh, I don't even remember. See, uh, uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get, get, yeah, we'll get there. But, but uh, high armory's A though. I, th- I think that's 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 fair, right? Yeah, much cost five, you go that one. Yeah, um, the Hisar Academy. This is the Delhi Sultan H four landmark. I'll be honest, guys. I don't know anything about this. I don't think I've ever played Delhi enough to go age four. I have no idea what this does. It acts as a madrasa. It generates 12 food per minute based on the number of technologies researched. Does not apply to emplacements. 
I don't think Delhi wants to go age four either. Yeah, uh, yeah, they don't. Um, is this like a C tier? Like it's it's a landmark. I, I, C or D, uh, honestly. So the plus four, what is it? Plus twelve food for every single technology. technology that like I mean, that's cool. That's cool. That's pretty. But how much is that in the end? Yeah. By the time you get to age four, aren't yeah. you already full farm transition with forty on food? I mean, yeah, I mean, all, it allows me to move. Yeah, bills to a different resource, but you're already going to be getting the passive gold from sacred sites. Yeah, and, yeah. imagine yeah. If, if it gave you free, free like wood. If it gave you free wood or something, that'd be dope. Because then late mm-hmm. game you could go Very really cool. late when you run out of wood lines. That make that would make this immediately better. But yeah. I just want Delhi. Really, no Delhi one thinks just, about Delhi. Yeah, no one thinks Imperial. about Delhi Imperial Age. It's a C C tier. I think is being a bit generous to it. We'll leave it there though. <laughs> um, age three for Delhi House of Learning. I think um, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. See, opportunity cost with the compound of the defender. The compound defender is too good. It's too good now. This used to be the go to. It used right. to be the go to. The compound of the defender was really bad because you couldn't research village fortresses out of it. Yeah. So, House of Learning does give you honed blades, which is pretty good. Increases damage for men at arms for Delhi, which and used to be like, oh, you always want that. And knights. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, is it B then or C? And- I think it's C because it's not compound of the defender. Mm. I think it, I think the other one just outweighs it so like, much. Nobody yeah, goes This one for. used to be a B tier, I think for sure. Uh, it definitely, yeah. I, I agree. Oh, it's definitely yeah, yeah. way down now because it, does, it it even says here grants no immediate bonus other than advancing to the next stage, and it just contains those economic and religious technologies, which you usually you just yeah. click in quick succession, and then forget about this landmark for the rest of the game. Exactly. All right, uh, Imperial Academy, unique to the Chinese H two landmark. This has got to be at least A, right? At least A. Really? Okay. I guess I don't play China enough. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, it's far better than the barbican, though. I mean, because I mean, I was gonna give it a B, but well, well, if you want to have all, if you want to have all your Imperial officials, you got to have this one, don't you? Yeah, you got to have this one. I mean, I would maybe I would argue even S, like it's so relevant and it does grant okay. a boost to the yeah, uh mean, collection centers and stuff and it acts as a exactly. tax collection center as well i don't know if i can yes. give it s tier quite okay hear me out Let's okay okay oh, here okay. comes another hot take from sir neville says, can he convince us <laughs> round two yeah. set go hey, all right hey listen okay boys when the imperial academy first came out you could not research imperial officials out of the of uh, out of the imperial academy when that update came, where you can research mm-hmm. Imperial officials out of the, so you don't have to delay your town center at all. And then, okay, we do we not give the Imperial official S tier. What makes yeah, the Imperial yeah. official? <laughs> yeah, Imperial yeah. Academy. He, guys, um, he has done it S-tier. again. He, the madman has proven it again why this is S tier. He wins. You win. You win, Sir Neville. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> yep, it is S tier. No, it is a good landmark, and especially because landmark. it's feudal. Because it's a feudal landmark, this could be yeah, a castle hard. landmark on its own it right. Booms your economy. It booms your economy like crazy. This would still be an A or B tier castle landmark, and it is feudal. Yeah, feudal. the man, the man's right. Give the man a cookie, man. This, he's right. Appreciate this is, it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. S tier. Like I'm sold. Because I forgot. I'm yeah, out. you can produce IOs out of it, and you get the text in there, and it acts as a resource. Uh, the tax generation yep. drop off site it does not delay your T. Do not delay your TC yeah. or anything. You just keep it going. Like I knew I, I would have instinctually put it at A, but considering those things again, yeah, it's S tier. <laughs> Gosh, China is cracked, dude. China is China's so good, good, man. And if you put the barbecue first, though. you can still drop it later in Imperial yeah, Age. You can drop it right or, after. Or in, 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 in a, a feudal age. Yeah, you can still drop it. You I got know. it. 
no you opportunity cost. Right. Drive at the same time. Get the bill right. All right Drive speaking, of, uh, speaking of Chinese, Imperial Palace now. Uh, this is the one you yes. were wondering about, Sir Nevels. This one, basically, yes. it has a really large sight radius, and it's got a special yes. ability where you click it, and for 10 seconds, you can see where all the enemy workers are on the mini-map. Um, what is that? Oh, oh, I was over here. My Twitch was going. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Sure, that, was is, uh, in today, guys. <laughs> that was Marine Lord. That, yeah, that I, had, was uh, called, I called him in. I was like, called him in. <laughs> Gosh. But, uh, but uh, yeah, what was it? Imperial, Camp, uh, Imperial Palace. Imperial Palace. I think, it is, I think it's B tier. I think it's B. B? I, I've seen it dropped a lot lately. I think Astronomical Clock Tower always comes first. I do see it pop yeah, up a lot. Build them both, but... Uh, I, I don't play what, China. What like dynasty did they put you in? Uh, puts you in, I think, the Yuan or Yuan dynasty. I, 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 I don't quote me. Fire Lancer dynasty? Yeah, Fire it's, Lancer it's the Fire Lancer. Fire Lancer. It lets you build okay. Fire Lancers. And because okay. of that reason, I'll, I'll, I think B. I think, I think it's a B minus yeah. a little bit, in my opinion. Um, it's definitely useful in team games to see where yes, the enemy is at. Um, Let your team go. Yeah. And, 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 and because there's no opportunity cost, really, because normally you go up with Astronomical Clock Tower, which we ranked as A. But then you can drop the Imperial Palace later, which I think is comfortable at a B tier. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it's a good spot for it. All right. The, okay, Beal, you're the one who's going to be the chief decider on this one, I think. The oh, yeah. Istanbul Imperial Palace. This is the H3 military landmark. D. D? Yep. So it allows you to get Vizier points faster, and it allows you to get additional uh, two additional points per game for Vizier points. However, um, there's really, you're really not looking for any extra points because by the time you have all the points you want, um, without building this, like over the course of the game, you're fine. You're not really looking for another one. Mm. Um, you've, you've picked the points for your play style here. It's kind of a bonus. I mean, sure. If you didn't pick up Anatolian Hills, having... Additional H sheep and mining speed is fine later on. Mm. Um, but it also, the opportunity cost. Uh, free mangonels is the opportunity yeah. cost. This would yeah, be a better, great. this would be a better uh, feudal age landmark. Then if you put, could put this next to the twin uh, minaret, I think that would be an yeah, interesting choice then. I, I still, no, nah, I, I mean, if we'll get to the feudal age landmarks when we yeah. get to them. But, so you, you still don't think it would be that good even if it was a feudal age but mark wow that's i don't think so that no. means it needs a rework then that's interesting okay well moving on how about we're not going to go to feudal age we'll go to age four for ottomans the istanbul observatory acts as a university improves influence by the university and blacksmiths by 60 percent oh i thought it whoa so it's a pretty I've, good <laughs> I've, played, I've played a couple times. Seagate Castle is really good, but when you're not in the middle of a build, when you're not in a spot where you can trade, this is a decent landmark, I think. From the what little I've played Ottomans. Yeah, wait. Wow. So I've played Ottomans a lot, and I thought it was just when it says improves the influence, I thought it meant uh it like 
widens the range. Oh no, Beetle! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a big range around My there. My man's but, been you going know, Seagate Castle be on uh, mountain clearing Seagate, this entire like, time when he should have been doing <laughs> a Stamble Observatory. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's uh, that's all like I'm gonna bump this one up to A. This is gonna be an A tier, right? That's a good landmark. Yeah, no, that is really good. Why isn't it shown? Why isn't it shown? And it acts as a university. And acts as university. So I mean, there's your free university when you age up. And this is the everything coming out of your military schools by sixty percent. Plus, it functions as a university, so you have the bonus production, the bonus production around, around it. It is well. a good yeah. landmark. That is a good. Yeah. That's almost S tier in my mind. Almost. That was like. I like I've seen a lot. Provided. I see this one a lot too. I see it a lot. I think yeah. Seagate's equally good in many, but it's more situational. Is Whereas really Istanbul's good. good almost any game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cognate well, how about to hit diamond then? <laughs> Beale's yeah, like, Beal just went super cyan. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. Cognate Palace um, automatically spawns diverse armies from across the Mongol Empire. This has been reworked a little bit. Uh, this is the way that Mongols can get nested bees from China now. Um, and I think the horse archers are something from D. D. Yeah, I was thinking C. I was thinking C. C. I was thinking C because it's. It's RNG. It's like randomized. Like you don't know exactly what you're oh, going to get. Automatically spawns. Interesting. I've never played <laughs> yeah. Mongols enough to be an Imperial Age, so I don't feel like you pop up with this one often. I think C is fair for what it does. It's it's good, but like you know, the RNG is just too much. Like, exactly the yeah. RNG. That's where because you don't know exactly. It can give you something you completely do not need. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like yeah, there you go, buddy. You like take that. Like thanks. Four horse but, archers. Uh, great. Exactly. <laughs> awesome, dude. Thanks for running my podcast. Thanks, man. Needed that a lot. I'm it's trying to think. Like, of a, I'm trying to think of the Mongol equivalent to Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> I can't come up with it, but that's kind of what it, it reminds that's me of. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Uh, uh, you just close your eyes and just like, go check just on just a later. Like, give me just something relevant, fly. please. Like, please be relevant to my military. Oh, okay, awesome. Thanks. Can't use that. The RNG, yeah, it's just too much. Like it can be. It's a landmark that can hurt you. Yeah, oh, really. Man, that's gonna be D for that. You think D? Yeah, I think it can make right. your game worse by building it. I'll leave it I in D. I don't it. know enough about it, so yeah. I, I'll leave it, it in D. Opportunity cost. opportunity cost, once again, it's... Right, the other landmark is also so it's much better. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, English but, now again. Sorry, not to get you off. We're trying to keep things oh, moving on. Levels. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, King's Palace for English, age three landmark. I want to put this at B. I think it's pretty even. It's just a town center. Um, which is good. I put it at just... A, just a town I center. Think a. Yeah, I think really? A is a free so, town center. You think about your feudal age game plan. Are you going to go feudal all in? Are you going to go two TC boom? Or are you going to go fast castle? Guess what? You can go fast castle and two TC. Here's my mm-hmm. thing, though. One landmark. Is, is the White Tower so good now? The opportunity cost is getting really hard to choose between the two of them. I mean, you go both. No, uh, no, you got to you got to pick one or the other. Well, I'm saying, oh, oh, like, yeah, I think situational again, too. Right. I think, it, I think if you don't have like a direct edge of your enemy, like, if you like are behind economically, you don't have a direct edge to end the game completely. You, I think you go King's Palace majority of the time. I, I was actually, I played odd hours of the night. So I was like, uh, Lucifer, it was in his chat. Somebody asked that question. He said he goes King's Palace every time, unless he like, the guy's dead. He just won't surrender. So he'll build a white tower right outside. His That's base. what I used to do. I used to be all in on King's Palace, but the white tower has just gotten so much better this season. It is really good. It, 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 is. Used, it used to be an automatic choice. It used to be an automatic choice. Now white tower yeah. is once again viable. 
Um, Most definitely. White John is really good. Yeah, I'll like Geek Palace A. I think it is a good landmark. I've always enjoyed I think it. I went from F to A with the white tower buffs. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's the only yeah. town center. It's just a town center landmark, isn't it? I don't think anyone else has anything like that. I'm kind of surprised it's the only one. Well, and it's a stronger second town center because the health is now. Oh yeah, the health is higher. Yeah, yeah. You can't can't completely eliminate it. That's true. That's true. Just destroy it. All right, Uh, Kremlin, the H2 defensive landmark for the Rus. Now, Golden Gate is like the best landmark in the game. We don't want to spoil. We don't want to spoil it. We've said it before on this podcast. (laughs) We have said it before before (laughs) numerous times. If if Aachen Chapel is like a great landmark. Golden Gate is just Golden a little Gate, bit Golden better, Gate. right? Golden um, Gate's great. I want to put Kremlin though. in S. You want to put Kremlin in S tier as well? Yeah, I, I'm not glad. I think a lot of people would agree with them. Like, yeah. I, I mean, people have been Kremlin's picking. That, that's really my good. that's my conundrum is people have been picking yeah, Kremlin or the, the Kremlin fun. over the uh, Golden Gate. So that tells me it has to be really good to pick it yeah, over an S tier. Uh, it's Kremlin's. Yeah, it's defensively it's amazing on water maps. It's amazing. On mountain yes. clearing, it's amazing. It's the defensive and offensive capabilities of it. It's it's good. Kremlin it like, gives I mean, you I'm, a little wood bonus too, doesn't it? Yep, sure does. And it's got a good radius on it too. And uh, yeah, the developers did a really good job with uh, reworking the Kremlin. The Kremlin was pretty much dead. No yeah. one touched oh, the Kremlin. Yeah, no I mean, when you next to the Golden Gate, which what is spoiler exactly. is going to be S tier. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. Whoa, we'll, whoa, we'll, we'll whoa. We're going to have a hot take from Beal? Wait a minute. We'll get there. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think Kremlin S tier, I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with Bill. That's like, it's like, it's hard to kind of, it's hard, it's kind of hard to like manage it. If you know how to play the, the Kremlin correctly, yeah, S tier, most definitely. Yeah, it's, it definitely has, I think, a little bit lower of a floor than the Golden Gate does. But its mm-hmm. ceiling might be higher than the yeah, Golden Gate as well. Yeah, it's got yeah, a pretty high ceiling. Uh, moving on to uh, the Mongols, the Kurlatai H3 landmark. Now, I think this landmark is slept on a little bit at times. I think I'm seeing it more and more. This, this is a good landmark. Uh, the fact that you can move it, I think, makes it crazy yes. good. They've changed it and reworked it so that now you don't need to have a con next to it. It just you just place yep. it down and it works. Um, nearby units within its aura heal one health per every second and gain an additional plus two damage attack damage i think um this is at yeah, least a really tier. this is at least I think, a, tier. I think a i think a most definitely it, it's very great for the, the updates making the mongol not be uh, needed to be in radius for it to work it's changed the game for it it's so good you if you move it up next if you kept it with you in the fight oh, you have so powerful the attack speed it healed you a little bit and the attack speed is insane you win like fights you probably weren't supposed to win yeah, it's, it used to be good. it I used to be good. like C tier when you had to have the Mongol, the Khan next to it. But now that you don't mm-hmm. need to have that, it jumps up to A easily, especially when you play it right. Again, this is one of those yeah. landmarks that has a low floor, very high ceiling. Uh, and it's just on exactly. how you play it. And yeah. especially it, it goes really well if you decide to go trade. You go trade mm-hmm. into that, it's very good. Yeah. Well, that's that that's how it goes with Mongols. Do you go yeah. silver tree to allow yourself? To build the Karoltai, because yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. the then the other landmark becomes... is gonna be yeah. You have way too much. Someone's like, he's overkill. Right, but if you if you go if you go Silver Tree and Step Right Out, you are yeah, it's like dude, okay, I don't even get it. Dude, just Trying like yeah, Jeff, Be- yeah. Jeff Bezos and AOE Four, like well, you got it all, dude. Relax, like, chill out, man. Bro. You don't need. Like, why do you need more, <laughs> Mr. Krabs? Yeah, dude, what, yeah. what 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 inspired <laughs> you to build a second Krusty Krab right next to the first one? <laughs> Most of there you go. Exactly right uh, there. 
All right, Mansa Quarry from Malians. Now, this is interesting because both landmarks in the feudal age for Malians have had their heyday. Originally, Mansa Quarry was the way to go. Then the tower came in, uh, the, the tower landmark that they have came in, the uh, the trade network, the Sultani trade yeah. network. No, not Sultani trade network. The, uh, the what is it? It's a something trade. It's a heron trade network. Um, they both start with S. Uh, that one took over for a while and was dominant with the fast castle Farimba. Now, I feel like Manticore has gotten popular again with the uh, Corral yeah. now being the choice and going for the, the scouts, the warrior scouts. This is yep. a decent landmark, generates 75 gold per minute, or you can toggle to have stone instead. Basically, it's just free resources and it continues to go on forever. I think this one's at least, at least B tier, if not A tier. I'd say it's A. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe A. Uh, does it scale at all? It stays up? the same, oh, but the no. nice thing is you can change. It's wow. constant, though, and you can change between gold and stone. So you can you can immediately set it to gold and just have a, a second town center cooking ready to go. Oh, yeah. So oh, you can oh, do, yeah. It's, it's, it's versatile. I like that. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's kind of cool. like a I do like that. It's almost like a, a miniature like guild hall that just works a little bit differently. Yeah, I, kinda, I like that, actually. And I think it's free resources is free resources. So it pays itself off yeah. after like three or four minutes. So. Yeah, that's Malians all day. They don't need to even need the base. Just get free royalty. Free <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Just get everything. Um, Minework Palace. Now, now here's a thought. Kremlin is better as good as uh, the Golden Gate. Therefore, it's S tier. Aachen Chapel is like one of the top two best landmarks, but people keep going Minework anyways. With the new technologies in Minework mm -hmm. Palace, it's at least A tier. Is nope, it S tier? I think no, it's at least I don't c tier what i think yeah i don't I like people are going mine work because it's oh this is fun i'm, I'm gonna try out some <laughs> marching drill archers or i'm gonna try yeah. out some horsemen but uh kind of agree i don't think no i think i think they're doing it uh just because hre has been played the same way for so long that to have some more options open up the novelty that mine work gives you i can see feel astral molding right now <laughs> well, possibly. is Ascalad going to say it's a great landmark or that it's fun to watch? Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, definitely not S then. You're feeling like it's C? I can't be C. I, it's definitely better than the Ellsbach, better than the House of Learning, better than the Chamber of Commerce. It's at least B tier. For a low B. I can, I can, I'll be okay low with a low B. B. Yeah, yeah like, a, like a B minus. Like, I mean, because it, it, if you... If you have a good build centered around the mine work and it has that, uh, was it the one that gives armor to uh, barding the steel barding for your knights? Yeah, yeah like, those things are yeah, cracked. like that's actually pretty good. And like, well, I mean, it's not just a blacksmith, it the costs are 40% and it researches 40% faster. This is the way to play feudal all ins for yeah, HRE. It's just a different, HRE. it's just a different play style, you know. It's kind of like going yeah. for like the difference between going like. Aachen or, or it's like the difference between Regnitz and Burgrave, right? It's just they're both mm -hmm. good. It's just they're different play styles, you know. Mine work yeah. is just saying you're going to be more aggressive sooner, so it, you're probably not going to go into the Burgrave. You're probably going to go onto the Regnitz after it and then rely on that eco later. Um, I think if you're going against a sieve that's going to rush you all in, having mine work is like irreplaceable. I mean, Aachen's great, but if you can't keep your villagers on the Aachen, you're yeah, just dead, you know. Hurt. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a B plus at least. B okay okay Wait, I can keep yeah. it in B I can keep it in B, B. but it's I yeah. wouldn't say it's C or B minus it's definitely solid B in my book if not higher but I'll I'll, I'll go with the consensus. That's why HRE just they just do so well in castles like why would you want to fight in feudal? That's a I guess valid maybe, concern. Maybe yeah. 
but uh, yeah. if you can't if you can't get the castle though yeah I mean, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's one thing if you know you can't get the castle without getting ran over you have to go for it so that's that's kind of where its place is mm-hmm. I can see right. that. this one's going to be probably a or s here i'm thinking the mia the uh, mehmed imperial academy this thing is the free siege engines for life yeah, uh, right. house, like it's, it's an auto pick and it's an auto pick and, and yeah imperial free great bombard now bill quick question now does it uh produce faster next to a blacksmith yes it does yeah oh that's pretty good that's pretty imagine good. dropping yep. this and then getting it uh the imperial the istanbul uh observatory mm-hmm. on top of that dude mm-hmm. those great bombards are gonna be like choo choo just chugging on out yeah yeah, that uh, that's pretty good. And the fact that it can uh, production go a little higher, that's a that's yeah, a good landmark. It's, it's a must have. Bill, yes, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> uh, I think this is our final. Uh, this is the second to last wing for uh, Abbasid military wing. Look at the A, A tier. It's I, good. I, I agree. It's really good. It's definitely if, if I were to pick a wing off the bat, um, I'm either going to go economic or military, and I'm usually going to go vice versa. For my eight with the castle like those are the two i'm almost same always here. gonna pick i think same here yeah it's, the apps got changed around a little bit it used to be um used to be horrible pretty much used to be economic and then no economic and a cultural wing but now when they uh they move the um composite i think compound bows or composite bows what make your archer stronger they move that to uh castle castle age uh-huh so military like yeah military wing and you know with the uh you get a minute you get an infantry boost with the boot camps and it's just yeah it's really like if you want to end your enemy and get like a big advantage in castle plans absent military wing yeah i think it's really you cool. some free units feudal, too. I think feudal to have like four free units yeah that's you know, are exactly yeah immediately that makes, that makes a huge difference too keep them alive it's, you gotta keep them alive i like you, how versatile it can be how you can pick it and change your play style up kind of mid-game if you want i like that the fun thing about uh, abbas is you can kind of pick what game style you're gonna go mm-hmm. each age and you can pivot really hard into that with these economic the different wings very very most definitely i've, uh, I've done it before yeah, i think i think ace is a good spot um this one's got to be s tier right or at least maybe not s tier but definitely a tier um palace of swabia the uh, age four economic landmark for HRE. It's a must pick usually over the Ellsbach. Um, I'm not going to argue with us. Not going to argue oh, with us because I think it's it. it's if I you can go fast it. Imperial on a team game, especially with HRE, oh, if you crazy. get that up and you start churning, absolutely printing villagers at a it's 20 percent, 200 percent faster and 66 percent cheaper. So you're paying nice, one bro. third of it, and the cost of this landmark is reduced by twenty percent. It's a the yep. cheapest way to imperial. Nothing tops it, uh, and like, except for maybe the Aachen Chapel. <laughs> it's it's a it's yeah. a cracked landmark. HRE yeah. has the best landmarks overall. HRE is great. HRE is great. But yeah, uh, stop Swabia being cheaper too. That's like the cherry on top. It yeah, just, you get it's like just one more thing. Like it doesn't even need yeah. to be that cheap. But back it's, it, it is. It does not need to be cheap at all. I don't know why it is cheaper, but it's, I'll take it. Yeah, it's such a good landmark. Uh, Palace of the Sultan. This is the Delhi's H4 uh, landmark. Automatically produces Sultan's elite uh, something elephants. There's up to four mm. scholars in the landmark to increase production speed. Is this like C? C. C. Like, you're yeah. Delhi. Don't be. Why are you? Do, what are you doing going Imperial Age? I've only then, seen like one person ever manage to win a Delhi Imperial game. I think it was Tips AOE. 
and he did it and he managed it was close he almost lost i think he the opponent kind of threw a little bit in the end he did manage to win i'd never seen so many uh techs go through for delhi in imperial age but it was a long enough game that they did and that's why they lost yeah but yeah, i've seen so, it done but it's so rare to see either of these right. and they're both underwhelming c tier and i i don't like uh anything that makes you like that forces you to like increase your pop like say for example like when they come out automatically you like mm. kind of forget they're like you know you got something like you may have some siege waiting in the queue get these freaking elephants rolling through you like, I mean, say wait, that wait, but wait. the mia well, is crazy yeah, yeah. Don't play. Oh all yeah. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. There you go. See, the See, difference is Ottomans are throwing their troops away so fast. They need that replenishment. Yeah. They're not producing anywhere else as much. Yeah, elephants take a minute to die, so they'll be on the field for a minute. Yeah, but they, they, they can't. They can't. They can't be sieged though. So maybe they can also break down stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on who's playing them. I know I'm not mm-hmm. good with it. So it's um, a different. Different timing too. Like if it was a castle age landmark, it'd be oh, that'd be oh, oh yeah, it'd be oh, that'd that'd definitely be a Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Red Palace for the French? Their other age four landmark. Uh, usually, I go College of Artillery, but Red Palace, I think I've seen a lot of opponents play against me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard. It was like the equivalent of what the Berkshire is now. Um, I don't feel like it's like it's brutal. You can't really dive under it. You have to siege it down. It's really good for holding. It's really hold for uh for holding a spot. You think S tier? I think it's B. I said, I'm thinking I think B. It's a. I think A. I'm gonna put it in B. I think. Okay, I can I can, I can live with B. I just, I like it also too because you can also start building your stables and archers around them, and they like well, is it uh is it increase the cost? I think then you uh now the increase the cost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you make knights for cheaper. Yeah, but you can do that with you can do that with any other keep normally if you're french you should already have a keep with a bunch of things around it so if it was right, a castle is, age landmark i'd be more inclined but that is true it does protect production really well um it does you and tables down because then you can't is. forge down any of that production either mm-hmm. you have yeah, but, to, but, right? but it also has a legitimate influence yeah that's your right. influence yeah. so i mean I, li- I like that i mean but B is cool too though B's i think cool. i think b because it's next to college artillery it's late enough in the game yeah. you don't really it's i feel like it'd be, it, it, a, a watered down version would be far better to have in castle age for for french mm-hmm. to get that production yeah. speed up if that's what you're going for um it's it's mm-hmm. not a bad landmark i don't i don't want anyone to think that i hate this landmark it's good it's viable um it's not you know the great barra yeah, it's not the great barra <laughs> it's not it's not that good um this one this <laughs> next one's got to be at least a um regnet's cathedral I would say A. I think yeah, I'm thinking A. It used to be S. It used to be S, but not A. I used to. I didn't think. I thought it used to be worse because um, it acts as a monastery, and all relics generate a hundred plus percentage gold. The nice thing is, is that it's not just. I used to think it was. Uh, it might have been this way too. Uh, relics had to be inside it to get that bonus, but any relics you pick up, yeah, then, that's cool. Any relics you pick up, you get cool. this bonus. So I think they a. they yeah, they did a very good job balancing the Regnus Cathedral because it was like they like nerfed it, but they like. I don't even call it a nerf. They just like kind of switched around how it worked. Well, and they changed the, relics to being only 80%, 80 gold a minute as well. They used to be yeah. 100. Which, like, that's not, that's not affected with the Regnus, right? You still get the 400. Oh, you, get you get plus no. 100%. So you get 80 plus another 80. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Because I remember, man, when this, man, this thing used to be. Yeah, it used to be really big. I, I think that the caveat yeah. was it had to be in the Regnus to get that bonus. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, and then, like, then they nerfed they the relics and then they changed yep. this around so 
as long as you build it anywhere you put the relic gets that bonus which keeps it yeah. the advantage that the hre had with this relic relic mark it keeps that advantage mm-hmm. there um while letting the relics overall be a little bit nerfed too i, I think it was well balanced when they did that and i i like yeah. it as a landmark it's really fun i like that you can produce fun. uh scholar or prelates out of it i like that you can produce and get the text from that as well um usually remember, it's my go-to for h3 usually yeah, most people I remember when the, uh, when I used to be at HRE main when the game first came out. Nah, not well, for a short period, not but like yeah, you get three hundred gold for Regnant. Every relic placed in there, you get three hundred plus gold. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. that thing was insane. It was cracked. It was beautiful. Missed those days, but yeah. Um, Royal Institute for, for French Royal Institute. This is age three where you get the Royal Bloodlines. This is a huge strat for French. I don't know that it's broken yeah. though. No, Shit. I'd say it's. I don't a. think it's broken. I say a. A? Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's like. Do you want to go Guildhall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this is a good like close out the game. Like, okay, I've got especially yeah. if you have you enough knights. Them. If you there have you like go. 10, yeah. 12 knights yeah. still on the field, then you beef them up the mm-hmm. real lines. Then you just start producing nothing but knights. www.morenights.com. Uh, <laughs> then they get they get nuts. This is, this can I think it's one of those high ceiling, uh, medium floor kind of tax. Actually, below floor. Yeah. If you build it and don't use it, and don't have the gold to use it, it's not gonna get you anything. The guild hall would That's be better, happened. but I've done that so many ability, times. yeah, me too. I've done it a lot. Uh, but when you have the gold to you make use of this landmark, um, the dividends that you get out of it are massive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Saharan Trade Network. This is the Malian one. Used to be really cracked. Still is pretty good. Um, I'm ambivalent. I'm ambivalent about this one. I gotta look this one up exactly because now I'm like it's not on the gold pit. I kind of forget like what it actually because people use it for the gold pit to uh like free tower to defend it's a free yeah, tower to defend the gold and it increases the trade if they go through it. Um, okay, it was basically just used to defend the gold pit so you can get the farimba up and have your secured gold. Oh, this is yeah. pretty cool. This is pretty It'd be like cool. it's good. Like if you're playing Malians on like Prairie, you probably are going to lean towards this and dump it yeah. on your gold to keep that safe. Yeah. Um, I'm like. B tier or C tier for this one? I'm B B. Okay. Yeah, no lower than B. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's, it's a good cool. landmark. I don't know that I it's it's about even with like the Manta Quarry as well. It's good. It's not crazy. I think Manta Quarry we put as A, but I think it's because it scales a little bit better. All right. School. Mm-hmm. We're almost these got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen left. We have these there's like almost sixty of these. Yeah. So we're Almost yeah, done. You know pretty good. You know pretty good. How are we on time, Bill? How much longer do you got? Uh, I could do no later than like thirty more minutes until. Okay, I was not planning uh, going yeah. any longer than that. So we yeah, will awesome. keep on going, guys. I'll have my end of notes and stuff like that in our our uh, com shout out at the end of this episode today because we're just wanting to get through <laughs> this. Um, yeah, School of Cavalry. H2 military landmark for French. This is a go to. This has got to be no lower than a B. I'm thinking closer I to A. 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 I say A. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel as broken as a council hall because it doesn't scale as much, but all other stables produce 20% faster as well. That's so that right there. So uh, yeah, all of your stables produce 20% faster. Wanna, uh, maybe it is S tier. Close to S. Here's my thing. If you're going to say Council Hall is S tier, there's no way School yeah. of Cavalry isn't. Getting access to a <laughs> Castle Age Knight in Feudal is pretty cracked, especially considering you're getting them like one fifth faster as well. Yeah. 
I seen us might say that French is a, a premium say for premium players. I need to put that on a quote wall. French is a. I want to quote that to you forever. So French is a premium sieve for premium players. It's it's up there, man. It's it's the fancy sieve, man. You gotta get your. Once you got you got your mechanics, man. French is crazy. Yeah, looking at the other ones up here on S tier: Kremlin, MIA, Palace of Swabia, Imperial Academy, School of Cavalry. Just kind of fits in my mind next to the Council Hall. It's it's a good landmark. It's a must pick too. I think that yeah. I think when you compare it, a lot of these a lot of these uh, landmarks up here, when you compare them to their opposite, usually it, they just. I think we kind of have a perception that they're so S tier because they are really good. Then you compare mm-hmm. them to what the other option is, and it's like, well, no duh, that you think they're S tier. Their opposite yeah. choice sucks. Like, who's gonna go for Abbey and memes over Council Hall? Who's gonna go for the trade? Uh, what is a Chamber of Commerce over a School of Cavalry? Like, you're almost yeah. never gonna do it. I mean, Dock and Chapel in the mine we kind of already talked about, but most of these, these are the first choice for for those feudal landmarks. Only one, only one is Kremlin. That's kind of shaky, like Kremlin. Yeah, I, go, I, well, I, well, Golden I, Gate. I, we'll get to here in a moment too, because that one is. Oh yeah, that one's another interesting choice. Like, where is Golden Gate? I haven't seen. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there that's you go. Go. Golden Gate for T. Uh, All right, Seagate Castle. This thing was S tier. Was was it? Uh, well, okay, maybe not. Well, S tier when you get the trade network next to it. Um, this thing was it's, has been nerfed. It's, B. it's yeah. I would I would say right now it's B. It was at least A when it was uh like forty percent trade boost. Oh, they take the forty percent off. What is yeah, it? Yeah, now? now it's thirty. Okay, mm. still not bad. Yeah, not bad. This is by being no means a bad landmark. As far as keep landmarks mm. go, I like it a lot actually. I like that it's more than just a keep. Yeah, because you have to put it in interesting place because the traders actually need to pass by it uh-huh. to get the benefit. So you can't just drop it way up front. It's got to be back a little bit somewhere on the trade line to actually get that benefit right. from it. I mean, or you could drop it up front and just ignore that benefit and just use it as a heap. So and there's there's a couple things but you can do with it. Yeah, but, but that'd be but, kind of a waste because then you got to go Imperial Observatory. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at this, though, it says all keeps gain that aura, that increase of traders. So you could drop anywhere and build another key. Oh. Oh. I'm looking at it right well, now. Well, 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 well. <laughs> hey, hey, tier, hey, tier. Um, I don't know. It might be up there, dude. It's pretty good now. You know, I, get I'm noticing too. a trend that there's a lot of these landmarks that have like little bonuses that we're not always 100% familiar with. Like little things like that. I did not know that, dude. This, yeah, this, I thought it was just... Uh, I'm going to say it's A tier. I'm going to say that makes it A tier. I might, I might say A tier, yeah, because you just drop your... Yeah, if you're going trade. trade with Ottomans, that's what you're taking. Yeah, that makes oh. way more... I, I learned that just not looking at day before world. Great, great site. Great <laughs> site. How about that? <laughs> and there are a lot of landmarks in this game. Okay. We next yeah, up, we have uh, the silver tree. We've already talked about this one a little bit. It's the uh, H2 economic landmark for the Mongols acts as a market production speed of increased by 50% with 50% reduced cost. That's a cracked landmark for trade. It's good. It's um, so good. Even with the trade fixes coming in, this is still a viable way for Mongols to go. Yep, you get them out so much faster. It's got to be A tier, right? I don't know if I put it yeah. S, but At it's least. definitely A. Yeah. Oh yeah. A. Did we put? Yeah, did we put the uh, the other one in? Yeah, we put. Uh, I'm thinking A. Yeah, I don't know if I would put it S tier. Yeah. Maybe the trade being nerfed a little bit. Maybe that makes it A tier. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like A plus. It, it's it's definitely getting up there, especially with the strat that was available with the crazy trade. Like a crazy mm. trade crisis of twenty early twenty twenty three, um, 
you yeah. can just you can just get it going so fast. You put it on you put it on it the pays for itself so quick. Yeah, yeah. it's so you put like, it on the you know, ovo especially, and you double up on that. Yeah, with the, double yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's good. good. Throw it on S. Throw it on S. All right. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it might be S, dude. That's yeah. That, that when you put it on the ovo, yeah, it definitely. Yeah. Definitely it changes up a little good. bit. It changes it's, up a little bit. And, and even now, it's still, even with the trade uh, boom kind of ending, like the big era of trades kind of mostly over, trade is still cracked in good instances when you get it off. Mm-hmm. And I think the new update is still going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like it's still going to be good. It's just being It'll changed be a little, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. The Spaskaya Tower. This is the H4 defensive landmark for Rus. It acts as a keep with all weapon emplacements and increased health. Um, it unlocks the building of stone walls and stone gates and stone wall towers for Roos. That's new, be. isn't it? That last part's new, I thought. That's always yeah, been a couple, that? Patches, oh. couple patches ago they put that in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. that being kind of new. I don't think I've ever seen it played. Not often. No, no, I think it's a C. That's I what I was thinking. C here. Opportunity cost, and it's not even that good of a key landmark. Yeah. Like it's, yeah it has the yeah. emplacements on there with additional health. Like by the time you want stone crazy. walls, I guess if you, I mean, yeah. by the time you want stone walls, the, the out ones you already get are so good, and Roost takes such good map control as it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know that you would really get a lot of benefit out of that. I mean, you wouldn't want to have to invest in the stone at that point. Yeah, exactly. they updated. I don't even see Roost still build stone walls ever. No. So, yeah, I guess that's a pretty good spot for it. Um, Spirit Way for the Chinese. This is an H4 military and technology landmark. Um, I think this is a, a go to for the Chinese. I think A is kind of my initial thought. Um, it's a dynasty where the technologies can be researched for less than or 50% reduced cost and 150% research speed. Uh, when a, a dynasty unit is killed, nearby units receive plus twenty percent attack speed and plus twenty health for over ten seconds. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a pretty, pretty good, good. It's at least a. It's definitely something yeah, you see on the battlefield. You see good. the effect of it everywhere when you play Chinese and Imperial Age with it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it took me so long to realize like how China was healing themselves. Yeah, yeah. Where's that scholar at? Where's that scholar at? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Spirit Way, man. I that's a good it's a good it's a good Imperial Age landmark. I like that it just kind of gives you some passive buffs across the board and you can research some other things. It's maybe it's a bit powerful, but it's good. And the Chinese is just such crack sieve as it is, um, because of just how they work. Uh, and that landmark is I think I think that's the go-to landmark for H4. Yeah. Yeah, I think I guess it's a situation where I think most of the time. Like ideally, yeah, you want to put that the different. stone gate tower. You usually go later if you, yeah, you like second. drop it for like aggressively or something. It's not yeah. you don't want to be dropping it in desperation. Yeah, just to end them. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, here's another very, very. I'm gonna say this is a very viable landmark coming up here. H3 economic landmark for the Mongols. The Step Redoubt acts as a gur, which is the resource drop off point, and gold dropped off at this landmark is increased by fifty percent. Fun story on this one. I love when people drop this next to their town center gold. And then the villagers head to the town center yeah. instead of dropping it off the step readout. It's like, you oh, man. You, re- you realize it late. Like, wait, they've been dropping <laughs> over here the whole time. I love when my opponents do that. And it's like, Haha, I don't know what you were thinking. That's funny. Um, this I've is a good landmark. A it's kind of like you either go silver tree into Curlatai or you go deer stones into and step red readout. And like those are like the two paths you take. A, a for you? I say it's a. 
Yeah, I think hey, it's, it's like a fifty percent. Fifty percent. Really good. That's so good. That's so Imagine much gold. Imagine if any other sieve had this. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. everybody would, would want this. Give yeah. it to the French. Oh. <laughs> well, and the way you play this too is you play it, and then you start getting the gold, and then normally you send out men at arms, and or you gold or lancers, and it just is. Yeah. It's a really good way to transition into castle age and to up your beefy up your uh, army with heavy units. Uh, definitely yeah, plays well into the Mongols. Get the pastures going, got your food and gold taken care of right there. Spam them with lancers. Yeah. Um, Sultani Trade Network, age two economic landmark, unique to the Ottomans. Um, Beal, have you ever played this? Like, what's, yeah, what's the percentage uh, of you playing this uh, as opposed to the Twin Minaret? Uh, 15%, maybe. Uh, <laughs> on Prairie, I'll take this just because there's enough food uh, where you can start building up um, some passive gold over time. Because you can get up to, you build this, you garrison enough traders, and you can pull in. I think each trader is like twenty-four gold a minute. Twenty-eight mm-hmm. garrison. Okay, twenty-eight. Yeah, let's get nerfed. No, it says twenty-eight yeah. right here. You can get okay. a pretty decent uh, gold per minute going if food is if food is taken care of on the map. Then mm-hmm. this is something I'd pick over the twin minaret. For sure. Interesting. But it's not that powerful. I'd put it in C. I say that's kind of where I was leaning on. It's like it's not a awful, awful landmark, but next to the twin minaret, you're leaning towards that yeah. more often because it's more secure. This is more situational. And even then it's not like a huge, huge benefit. And C feels right for it. Like I, it could definitely I be like, a bit better. I like it a lot on water maps. I'm telling you, it's good. Like if you uh, just garrison up like four or five traders in there and you just focus everybody on wood, you can get your food from the water, all the wood to build more ships mm-hmm. for the water. I can see and that. the gold yeah. will have you age up. The gold, the passive gold, it will have you age up in the background while you're mainly focusing on water. And you just kind of go in a castle age on accident. Like, oh, I'm ready to go. Sweet. Hmm. And then I, and I think, I think, and then like, and then on water, you usually don't need to go. Like your food's going to be mainly on water. So you now really need to go to the other landmark because you got your food from water. Just, and then, you know, don't lose I water. Think, yeah, don't, yeah. yeah, you lose water. You lose, lose water. You lose, lose water. You're playing, you're playing yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, early it's, a, it's, some, some holes in that build. Some holes in there. If you lose water, it's kind of like, ooh. I think C well, yeah. tier still sounds good. It definitely has okay. a use. Um, I definitely have, you can see it be played every now and then. Pretty rare, but it pops up. Um, all right, this one. My initial instinct is put this S tier, the Golden Gate. I know Beal might have a hot take here for us in a second. So Neville's, before we listen to the detractor, the naysayer, uh, tell us why we shouldn't. So Neville's, can okay. you please inform right. inform okay. Beal why it should be S tier for me? Listen, let me tell you something right now, boys. Listen, Golden Gate is another one of those landmarks we mentioned that because the other one got a buff, people act like this one's not good anymore. Golden Gate is the most scalable landmark in the entire game because it allows you, no matter what, the market could have been drained, everything could have been flooded, the dollars crashed in the game. Don't admit <laughs> Bitcoin it went matter. out. <laughs> that's exactly, Bitcoin went out, virtual All currency All my NFTs are worthless. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't matter. You're in another spectrum. You don't got to worry about that. Yes, like, yes, it, the Kremlin has become more viable. So now people are looking more, you know, it's the, it's the new, it's the new, it's the, it's the new girl in class. You know, you're like, Oh, what's going on? There? But 
it's all reliable. It's, it's, it's all reliable. It gets you from your destination and back every single time. Golden Gate scales excellently. You don't have to worry about any market prices or anything. It'll always, if you want to go second TC build, boom, you got it. If you're low, if you got a lot of food and you need more gold, well, guess what? The Golden Gate's there for you and you trade at a favorable rate. Always profit, baby. Always I'm profiting. Done. I do Always have a profit. couple thoughts. I, I, I'm anticipating some of the things Beal might mention. For one thing, this thing was cracked back when before the TC yeah, cost change. Because then you could just click twice, get the stone you need, boom. Now that's My not the case because you can't just click True. twice and get enough stone to go to TC. And for that reason, Roos has not been as good. That's the only thing I can think of that might make it not as worthwhile in S tier. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if Beal has anything else besides that. No, with the uh, opportunity cost here. Uh, you're just saying the gremlin is so good. <laughs> gremlin is just so good uh, to be able the versatility you get with those militia. I think outweigh. I know Golden Gate used to be like my top number one landmark, just because it allows you to. Uh, if you've messed up your eco, you can you can get it rebalanced. Um, but I don't think that outweighs the versatility that the Kremlin has right now. That was my other yeah. thought too. Is like Golden Gate is kind of almost a crutch for when you mess up. If you play oh, better, if you play better, you don't need it. But, but there's something <laughs> there's something about having a good crutch, though. There's something about that. And Sir Neville there said is. it best: you trade at a favorable rate. So it's not even just a crutch; yes. it's you are investing one way or another. I don't know, Beal. Um, is it wrong to have? I mean. It, it might be wrong to have two S tier sieves or S tier landmarks for the same sieve in the same age. I still Why is it wrong? Hard... It's your show. It's your show. Why is it wrong? It's my you show. I feel, like, I feel like I kind of have the tiebreaker. I feel like I've got the tiebreaker on this one. I I see what Beale's saying. I think the Kremlin might it very well might be better than the Golden Gate at this point. I don't know that that necessarily means the Golden Gate is not an S tier landmark in its own right, even still, because it's so crutch. Uh, such a good crutch. It's so clutch in good moments. It trades at a favorable rate. It did get a little bit of a nerf indirectly because of the town center thing. It's just so good, though. I mean, it's you can't. So here's my thing. You can't go. You're not really going wrong with by going for the Golden Gate. You're also not really going wrong by going for the Kremlin. No, yeah. Screw both, it. I'm going to say they're, I think they're both S tier. I really do. I think right. I think Golden Gate might have like a slight S minus. Maybe S minus. <laughs> like Kremlin might be a little bit better. I can definitely see what Bill's saying. Like if you yeah, play one hundred percent, because I mean, because you can't just say that the Golden Gate is a strat. Because it used to be the Golden Gate was a strat to get a quick second town center. Now it can help with that, but it's not a given. So it's maybe not on the strongest of footing as it was. Maybe it's no longer the best landmark in the game because of that town center change. Um. I, th I, th I think it's more welcoming to like newer players because one of the biggest yeah. struggles that most people have is, you know, you're floating wood, you harvest your balance, your economy, and you don't have that problem with Golden Gate because no matter what, you're trading at a favorable rate. And okay, you're floating this resource, okay, trade it for this resource and then trade it back. I mean, like the fact that like you are relying on tickets, which, you know, kind of sucks, but. Unless it'd be broken, you just oh, spam it. If it wasn't tickets, we'd be good. This would be S plus plus plus. It'd be what's higher than S. It'd be OP. literally cracked. It'd be OP. It'd be, a, it'd, be a, it'd be a new C for cracked. It'd be, uh, it'd be something different. 
But yeah, but the Golden Gate is good to balance your economy. It scales well. I mean, there's really no way for it. And like, it's, no matter you can use it in from feudal age all the way to late imperial. Like, it'll never become mm-hmm. irrelevant. Where I feel like eventually the I mean the Kremlin though I ain't gonna lie I mean, the Kremlins it can be used pretty late too though because those Gremlins go the Kremlin yeah, Gremlins also good. they're good for defense yeah. even in late game yeah. yeah they're really good they're really good they're it's both, just, I, I, I think they're both best here I, I, I think I can I think I think we can safely say that the Rus has the best two starting landmarks choices yeah uh, in the so. game I, I swear I mean maybe Abbasid might have a contender because they get all their choices up front but. For compared to all the other civs, I mean, getting having the choice between Golden Gate and Kremlin off the bat is unparalleled in this game. Both are they just both, so viable. They, yeah, they both scale throughout the whole game. All right, we are running out of time. We're going to try and blast okay, these yeah. next ones because I want to get to our extra yeah. sheeps too at the end. Um, the yes. high trade house for Roos. Uh, D? A or B. B, A, a or B. I say, I say B. Bill says A. I think, gold, I think like a hunting cabin. Um, the Pats of Gold is separate now from Hunting Cabins, so it doesn't go towards the global cap. It's separate. Plus, you get just a free source of mm-hmm. food the entire rest of the game as well. I feel like people, why do people not choose this one too often then, though? I've, pre- I've seen it actually pretty often. Seen it? I've, seen it, I've seen it more, I will say. I've oh, seen it more. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. not... It does compete with... Uh, Abbey of the yeah. Trinity. Abbey of the Trinity, which is, I think we said, I, right? Yeah, I think with the opportunity cost, I'm bumping yeah. down a B. Yeah, I was, yeah I was, that's, that's why. Yeah, that's, it's really good. I think it suffers from uh, a competition, whereas Golden Gate and Kremlin, like, both can overcome the competition. I think that one, it, it is not used as much, but I'm glad to know that it's a viable choice still. And it's great if your bounty's low. Yeah. If your bounty's low, just get the high Free bounty. Yeah, there. that's a good point. Good point. Uh, the White Stupa, H four economic right. landmark. I think it's the a. go go to for Mongols, right? Yes. Uh, acts as an ovo and produces two hundred forty stone a minute without a stone outcropping. It's a that's a tier for me. A, I think. Maybe S A or S. I'm I down, wouldn't say like... S because going that late <laughs> in the game, going in H four yeah. as Mongols doesn't feel great. Um, I will say A. I think is is a. where it belongs. Yeah, A is a, a is a good spot for that. You make towers, you get the bombard placement on it with all that stone, it's it's broke. Yeah. It's Mongols on point. Get pretty scary. Um, this used to be a meme. This used to be as memey as the Abbey right. of Kings. This one has come around. It is now one of the go-to landmarks. I've seen it played more often than not. The Tower of Victory for the Delhi H2 military landmark. Where did where did we put um where did we put the their other feudal landmark? Yeah. Because it should be right uh, English, Mongols, Rus. Dome of the Fade. So B. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good spot for it. They're, they're both, both really pretty good. good. Yeah. They're both fighting. You can for sure get away both. Tower of Victory used to be like a D tier. Uh it has been reworked and uh Yeah, it's it's decent now. Tower of Victory was like E. Tower of Victory was like E, something yeah, below like, e, like, e, like below D tier. Oh it, man. The, the description of it was even like a little confusing. It was like, yeah, you don't get no benefits right away, but like just stick with it. Like just like the well, that, was the, that was that was that was the H three one. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, that yeah, is the H three one. That's like the um the oh the one that has the House the, of Learning grants no immediate bonus. That yeah, is in C tier. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, is in C. yeah, that's that, okay. I got mixing them up. That's the one people are like, huh? Yeah, no one's gonna feel bad for mixing any of these up because there's like fifty eight of these. Like it is an incredible yeah. large amount. This episode <laughs> has been just all like. Landmark. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, think, I think putting Tower Victory next to Dome of Faith, they are both of equal value now. 
and Delhi yeah, like does a really good job. I think they're both balanced in that regard. Um, okay, final wing of all the wings of the House of Learning, or House of Wisdom, sorry, the trade wing. Um, I think this is the weakest of them all. It's very, very... It, it can be really good, going. unless you get it going. But that's the big and less. High risk, high reward. I want to lean towards C for this they, one. I don't know about C. I think it's higher than C. B is a good spot for B, it. A or B, A or B. Oh, because it's like not they, A. can't be A. Abbott has like really good trade benefits. But opportunity right, cost, but though. When are you going to go for trade wing over the other three wings, right? What depends on when you do it. I guess it depends. Oh, yeah, you yeah, do it. true, true. It's, it's, I, it's, I, hard. I it's hard. Like, on a hideout. On a hideout, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. It just uh, like Hill and Dale, I bet you could do it. Like on closed maps, Altai. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. I'll do, I'll do B. Yeah. I think B is fair. Yeah, I think B is fair. Yeah. I can't wait for Askeladd to just tear us apart in all of our choices. Oh, yeah. Here. Going he's, great. He's going to be so, great. so ready to just shred us. Although, I'd love to see someone do a better job. Though. I think we've been pretty thorough through these for the most part. I think so. I think so. You have some credit. I think um, so. Twin Minaret Madressa. I think A. A. Yeah, it's really Solid good. Solid A. Solid A. Oh, on land maps, that's like, it's so good. Yep. Like Berries it's that like, are harvested 50% faster. Um, Wayne, but it's really good. It's, it's kind of like the Mansa Quarry, right? It just consistent... Stuff, granted, you have to yeah. put four villagers on yeah, well, that. Well, you but... do have to put builds on, yeah. So it, yeah, well, it turns four vills into mm-hmm. six vills. Um, yeah, good. And it also is just like Super resources safe. that don't complete, yeah, near your town center. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it scales wonderfully. No, uh, but it's great through feudal. Yeah. And that's what Ottomans are the best, I feel and like. It it's not like it gets worse over time. Like those villagers right. are still there always. It, it's It's okay. A is probably maybe a little generous, but A A minus. Um, this one has gone from the depths of like C to now at least B or A. Maybe I'm leaning towards A for the White Tower English. A. The white tower. Yeah, because there's yeah. so much you can do, like because it's a production building. It's a production for building. Yeah, because English keeps the production buildings. It just it's so good when you pop it up. Percent faster. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Throw it down. Pump out some knights. Pump out a trebuchet. Pump like, out a oh, springled yeah. if you agree and hit with yeah. siege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got if you got HRE spamming you and you've got your council hall, you can start really cranking out crossbows. Yep, uh, it's a good it's a good landmark, and yeah, it acts, and it's a pretty good through. keep too. It's a pretty good keep. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, this is definitely one of the comeback uh, landmarks of the year. I think because uh, it used to oh, be yeah. kind of a yeah. joke, and it was like, oh, you can tell who a new player is by when they go for this over. King's Palace, <laughs> but now, like I was mentioning, like it's a really hard choice now because King's Palace is also a tier. Uh, do you go mm-hmm. for the TC or do you want to go for two TC play into White Tower? I think it makes English far more versatile than they used to be, a little less one dimensional. I agree. Uh, last but eh, maybe least, eh, maybe not least, it, it used this used to be like almost a A or S tier. I'm curious what you guys will think about. It. I'm not sure where I put it at this point. Maybe above, uh, definitely at least B, if not higher. Wingard Palace, the H4 military landmark for English. They've reworked it a little bit, and we hate the uh, elite longbowmen and the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Wingard footmen and Wingard oh, bowmen. Yeah, yeah. We don't like the, those at all. The one, we don't think that's really oh, great. Man. The trebs you get out of it, though, are still yeah, solid. I was say, it doesn't matter. Don't pick them. Yeah, the trebs. You can still, still make the, the trebs. I'm leaning towards, this thing, thing was, this thing was close to S tier. I think A is fair. 
Yeah, if you're on the, if you're on the offensive, this thing is really good. It's good. I yeah, almost I, wonder if a aggressive Berkshire is better though. Like I'm leaning towards the Berkshire, I think, just yeah. because it's so it's so good. Um, Wingard Palace feels worse. Wingard Palace was a solid A plus before. Now it's like A minus to me. Yeah, I think you might be. Yeah, I think you might be correct with that. Like it's just like it's just it's one of those like situational. Like I mean, if you're like really like you know pretty much got the enemy in his back foot in his base, you start spamming out those cheaper traps. It's just you you can get out so many on the field like it scales, and they come to a little military with it protected. Yeah, but really, what really those 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 trebuchets like when they you keep them alive and you get them out in a good decent amount. It just it ends the game. You can just you can basically just back them down. Just like, you know, just inch them down one by one. If you're destroying their military, they're going further back, they're inching forward. It just it's it's I think it's A. Yeah, that's a good one. And that concludes our uh tier list. Wow, Man, take a boys, deep breath. Well done. <laughs> we have done it. I'm not gonna read these out. There's too many to read out. I will post this on our Discord and in the Griot Bar Discord if everyone can then see and blast it to pieces. But this was a long <laughs> list of landmarks. Um, we will take a short, short break and we'll be right back with our extra sheeps. They say he started a nine to five job right out of college. When he was 12, he got straight B's on his report card. He has two kids, mostly because his mom wanted him to. His favorite song is whatever is on the radio. His favorite drink is tap water. His restaurant of choice is always Applebee's. He is the most uninteresting man in the world. I don't always play French in Age of Empires, but when I do, I make more nights. www.morenights.com Keep raiding, my friends. Hello, this is Socraton back again. Um, I just want to do my part of the show. Usually I do this a little later, but we're putting all of our little break. We just had one break today, so it's all right here. This is the break. Um, just want to give my normal shout outs. I usually do. You'll probably skip past this part. Hopefully you guys don't. Um, I like to think I have a couple of good housekeeping things that kind of nest in here as well. Uh, namely, the Patreon uh, is I mentioned this in here. If you want to become a member uh, of our Patreon and support the show directly with your cold, hard earned cash. Um, Wow, first of all, I'm really impressed that there are people who've even done so so far. I'm really pleased by that fact. Hopefully this product is enough that you guys enjoy it. Um, shout out to the couple of people who have donated. And I want to point out one person in particular who uh, went way, way above and beyond in this. I did not need to do this. I'm going to shout him out here because he was super awesome about it. Uh, Mark 2.0 was kind enough to donate $100 to this podcast. Um, that is going straight into the cost of maintaining this podcast for the whole rest of the year. Um, and now any extra funds we get at this point, I'm going to be starting to pull up a little nest egg if I can uh, with the extra funds we get. And I'll try to see if we can get some merchandise going. So that's kind of my big little soft, soft announcement of that is that because of Mark 2.0 and his incredible generosity, um, that is enabling us to do more of this podcast. So we will probably make some merch of some sort or another. I'm thinking maybe in the future we do some kind of drawing or some kind of raffle. 
I don't really know what that's going to look like yet. I haven't really given it that much thought because as I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, my wife just gave birth to our beautiful little girl. Um, so life's been busy. Um, you guys know how it is, but I do want to do something like that uh, down the road. That is something I've kind of been placing little feelers out to see what people think. Uh, I've gotten some good feedback on that. So I think that might be something I'll try and do. I think our logo on a mug and maybe a t-shirt would be kind of cool to have. I know I'd like to have it. So um, I might be looking to do something of the sorts, maybe do a giveaway. We'll see. Depends on how much proceeds we get. Um, the more we get, the more we can do. So if you want to become a member of our Patreon and possibly get some extra content, we might. I think today we actually recorded a little bit of extra content. Uh, I'll be posting that on the Patreon for those who have donated. Uh, so, yeah, we do have things coming down the pipe for you guys. Uh, we're working on doing more. Uh, so big shout out to all those who have donated in cold hard cash to the podcast, to our various Twitch streams, etc. Um, we notice that we are enthralled to see it. Uh, and the feedback that you guys have given has just been awesome. I don't think I've had anyone give us really negative feedback so much. Most everyone's just been super positive and has been very helpful. Uh, we definitely appreciate the feedback and anything we can do to get better. Uh, obviously, sometimes we talk over each other. Sometimes our audio quality is not 100%. We're working on those things. We are aware of the, the flaws that we have. But I think we're pretty proud of this product and pretty proud of the, the show. Uh, it's been really fun working with Beal and Sir Nevels and Caleb. Um, big shout out to those guys. Caleb, I've, I mentioned earlier in this, the, this episode that he might be back next week. He won't be. He'll probably be out a couple weeks. He might come back later. He's got a lot of busy things he's doing. Sir Neville's will be out next week as well. Uh, we will either we'll either find someone to step in for that week or it'll be me and Beal and we'll have a blast as well. We'll figure something out. The show will go on. So don't let you guys worry. I know how much this means to a lot of you guys, and I really appreciate that you guys care. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying this wherever it's finding you. In other news for the podcast, I just want to let you guys know that uh, our last episode was our best performing so far as far as stats wise. I get to kind of see the deep dive behind the scenes of the stats and how well each episode goes. We've had mostly just up and up and up. Uh, one of our episodes was not as uh, well received as others as far as just sheer downloads. Last episode, though, was like a huge, definitely on the trend of up and up. More people are finding this podcast, more people are listening and that is exciting. That tells me that there has been some word of mouth, some people who've been talking about it and spreading, spreading the podcast out, spreading. I sound like a, I sound like a, a what's his name? Sean Connery spreading the podcast. Um, that was a terrible Sean Connery impression. I'm sorry, guys. Regardless, uh, I noticed a couple of different people posting about this podcast uh, on different forums and on Reddit and on a couple different places. Uh, stuff like that is just super exciting when I'm not the only one promoting it. So if you are so inclined to promote this podcast as well, we welcome that 100%. Uh, we'd love to spread the show. We'd love to get it out to as many people who play this game as possible. Um, I know we're probably only reaching a very small fraction of the people who uh, are very invested in this game. So uh, for those of you who are spreading the news, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, keep doing so. And for those who are, have not done so, Feel free to. We would love to keep uh, introducing more people to show. On that, if you want to join the Discord, I, my personal Discord uh, is Sockton on Twitch. I have links to that in the description. You can find a channel dedicated to this podcast, and we have podcasts. We discuss things. We've got. I'll post the uh, the tier lists there in our general chat. 
so if you want to suggest feedback or give us questions, that would be the place to do it. Uh, or you could, I guess, email my Sockton at Gmail. That would work as well. Uh, but the right now, as of now, the Discord is probably the number one place to quickly get a hold of us. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend that. As far as other Discords go, I always highlight the Griot Barra and the Rising Empires uh, Discords. Uh, those both those communities are probably the two biggest uh, communities that I'm aware of for Age Empires Four, and probably the most active. I know some streamers have their discords, but they they tend to be less active in regards to just AOE Four as those two are. Um, we were joking uh, with ourselves that uh, Griabara has gotten big enough now that its moderation has become a concern, and they actually had to start thinking about how they're moderating it. Uh, making sure it's a good safe space for everyone uh, and I thought that was kind of neat like wow we're big enough that that's become a thing like that's that's awesome the community behind this game is really big that's why we have this podcast so super stoked about that um, I want to shout out Beal and Sir Nevels again for their continued commitment to this podcast uh, starting this thing up was pretty interesting I kind of was just putting out feelers to start a podcast I knew this was something I wanted to do I wasn't too sure who I would do it with I kind of wanted Beal to hop in on it uh, Sir Neville's really kind of just jumped right on the train. I was like, yo, I want to do this. And I was like, hey, why not? Let's have you hop into uh, both of them have been uh, pretty, pretty uh, reliable. And I've been super happy about that. They don't get anything returned for this other than just the joy of knowing that we're adding to this podcast. So big shout out to them and their contributions with this. This thing would not have been what it was without them. Uh, I think besides that, I've covered most things. I do want to shout out as well. Uh, www.morenights.com. I know that's been one of the highlights of these uh, these episodes is that I always make a silly morenights.com commercial or my wife does or a combination of us both. Um, we did that before we were actually partnered really with them. Uh, I just really loved their community and what they did with that website. Thought that was really funny. And, and eventually we kind of got in touch and I was like, yo, we should actually actually be partners and make this a little more official. We are officially partners of www.morenights.com. We, uh, are happy to keep promoting them. I definitely encourage you guys to take a look at the website. It actually is pretty funny. Uh, it's a fun little meme, fun little sponsor thing. I think they were talking about wanting to do a tournament sometime down the future. Uh, it gets kind of hard to make tournaments. In fact, someone asked me, if, when are we doing a more extra sheep uh, tournament of some sort? And I kind of laughed at that saying, oh my goodness, there's so many tournaments already for this game. That would be just another big headache and hassle. Maybe one day, maybe one day. I am not promising anything on that but my big point of this was to really just commend www.morenights.com uh shoes and a couple of all the other guys who have worked on getting that up i love it i think stuff like that is what makes this game so fun that we have a really dedicated community of people who just make content behind it just for fun just because it's fun and that's kind of why this podcast is here and that's why you're listening so i think that's about everything um I'm looking over at my missus who's sitting in bed. If I'm missing anything, she's giving me a thumbs up. So I guess that's it. I'll send you guys back to the rest of this episode. Actually, I have one more thing to add. I just realized, as I mentioned, my missus, um, I want to shout her out. She has been a huge, huge help and uh, support through this. She popped a baby out like a week ago and she like, right, like days before that, she actually like helped me edit this last episode when I was at work. Um, Pretty awesome of her. She has been like the quiet uh, supporter of this podcast and of a lot of my endeavors. And I would be very amiss, remiss to have not mentioned her. So as I said that and I was like, oh, that's it. And she gave me the thumbs up. I was like, wait, she's been here the entire time. 
She has been my sounding board for every age of, or sorry, every www.morenights.com episode or commercial. Uh, she's been the one, and I don't say thank you enough to her. So thanks, love. All right, now back to the rest of the episode and the extra sheeps. Have a good one, guys. And we're back. Time for our extra sheeps. I'm gonna let Beal go first in case he needs to dip out a little early here. We are really close to our time uh, for our extra yeah. sheep. So take it away, Beal. What's your extra sheep? Well, uh, so my extra sheep has been a fast castle build order that I picked up um, a couple, I think like two weeks ago after we recorded the other episode. Um, a fast castle Ottoman build order by Kino Blues, uh, which has really helped me against HRE. Because uh, I've noticed as Ottomans, you really don't have an answer in feudal to men at arms. Like at the start, when they only have a couple, of, when you're facing English or HRE, and they only have a couple of men at arms out, like it's doable with your mass. But as soon as they start massing that up, there's Ottomans really suffer. Uh, so I've been I've been playing this this fast castle uh, Ottoman build order into HRE, and it's been working amazingly uh you open with a standard eight on food three on gold um then you start putting people onto wood until you get five um and you age up to feudal in the middle of that then once you hit five on wood you send three to stone mm -hmm. and your aim is to age up the castle um with two stables and two military schools so that uh, once you hit castle, you can immediately start pushing out knights as well as uh, crossbows from the military schools. And it's worked insanely well for me. I uh, won one of the games uh, in the Low Elo Legends mid-bracket a uh, couple weeks back using this build order. Oh, it's, a, it's a knight crossbowman comp? Uh, yeah, get to fast castle, oh, okay. get knight crossbowman out um instead of instead of playing feudal oh that's hot that's hot yeah uh, that's, that's one thing i feel like ottomans tend to struggle if you can hold off their initial push in feudal and then age up quick enough and yeah. get some heavy units or if you're like english and start putting out men at arms that tends to be a good way to hold off yep ottomans so that that's that's neat fast castle ottomans gosh because ottomans you don't need to be just that much better those things are already they're already <laughs> almost as bad as Malians. They're so good. They're a good, good sieve. They are good. Ottomans are good. Man. They're fun to play too. They're a fun sieve. All yeah. right. Uh well, I'll stop taking mental notes, Bill. I said I'm trying to <laughs> I want to get more versatile with my sieve picks. Yeah. So I'm trying to um, give Ottomans a swing. I should I should do the same, really. Uh my extra sheep today. Um I haven't been playing as much. Uh obviously with new baby coming. Uh, I've been pretty preoccupied in playing other games to be a little more chill. Thank thank you. Thank you. My wife did all the work. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh I did get to play a couple of games, just kind of a quick play, just kind of trying to keep my, you know, keep the rust from building up, you know, keep my my skills sharp if I can. And I had a fun the fun thing about being in quick matches, you get some mega random games every now and then. And uh <laughs> It was one of my favorite matchups. I was playing as English because uh, I was like, mega random, don't know what to expect. I'll just play as English. Easy win, right? And I get matched up against a French player, which I love. That's a, that's a civilization matchup. I love going against French. It's a good challenge. I really enjoy holding off the push and trying to age up the castle. I love it. I love that matchup. It's one I'm really good at. Um, and mega random popped up and I've got, I've got some water. I've got like a little river going through my base. Perfect. I go, I go for water. 
He ages up at the standard time without going water. And I see he's kind of far from it. He doesn't seem to have any water. So I'm expecting him to go heavy into nights, heavy into raiding. I do the thing you're supposed to do. I build a couple of barracks, get some spears going. I hold off. I think he got one villager off on me. Uh, but I, otherwise, I, I think I killed a knight or two of his. So I think I was up a little bit. And then as I start pushing out, looking for his base and scouting it fully, I come to realize the entire we're both kind of on the right upper. I'm on the north part of the map. He's on like the, the southeast more and the entire west side of the map, north and south, is almost cut off on his side by a huge, huge wood line. Um, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's no way to get through. I was going to try and hit him from the side. There was no way to get through. This poor guy got trapped mm -hmm. in and then he tried uh, building a keep towards the end. He kind of turtled up and had one gold in the far right corner. And I put a white tower aggressively up front, uh, boxed him oh. in. He tried putting oh. a keep to hold on to his last gold vein. And he did the doubt keep. Which, if you don't know, is where you have a keep where it's not quite finished. Like he died. <laughs> all of his bills died with it, like right, right there. And he GG'd into that. And I felt so good getting the doubt keep denial. Um, <laughs> but what I, my big takeaway from this was um, that mega random and it really, really more just maps in general, how maps spawn can really set you up for success and failure. Mega random, probably more so than any, because uh, he had no access to water that I didn't already have covered and he had no way to branch out. He was boxed in and it just completely crushed him. And I felt bad. I told the guy, I was like, man, you really lost this because the map screwed you, not because you did anything wrong. Like I just played my game by the textbook game I'm supposed to play. And that just left you no errors to exploit. So you just got hosed. And I just thought that was really interesting. That map generation. We talked about maps a couple episodes ago. And man, it can make a big difference. I think we need a more, uh, I think mirrored random would be much nicer for players. And I think that needs to be in the game. So that's my extra sheet. Yeah, I agree. Most definitely. Sir Nevels, I think you're the last one, my friend. I'm the last one. I'll close it out. Well, mine, uh, mine could most definitely be something that's very well known. I just figured out from a recent game I played. Uh, to make it brief uh so i queue up on my account at very weird hours so i i guess i match a lot of eastern europeans but uh so it's a famous uh not i'll say she's a pretty prominent community her name's angelica i uh i match up with her pretty often she's like, from I don't know ukraine why, right yeah she's from yeah, ukraine yeah i've seen some of her streams yeah yeah and I, I i always match up with her and we were playing a water map uh we're playing i think oh i'm on basin no, that's not, is that the the Mediterranean? Why am I like bugging the name? It's Mediterranean. That's what it was called. It's called. Uh, that's like, is it Baltic? Baltic? Basin. Baltic. There we go. Thank you. Baltic. And we match them on Baltic. We both, you know, we both are going heavy in the water. The one thing I did not know, I did not know, and I could be 100% super late, but I did not know that fishing ships healed your combat ships. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I, we were fighting and she had her fishing ships with her just healing them up. I'm fighting. I'm like, what is going on? What is this? So what I did, I played Smiles the next game, which I shout out to the streamer. I appreciate it. I did not know that you could do that. So what I did when I played my next game against somebody, I just, I spammed out some ships and I just kind of a move near the enemy ships and I hot keyed my fishing ships. So I would just kind of zoom in. I had this where my health bars were already always appearing. So I zoomed in and like anytime one of my ships got hurt, I just sent my little fish ships over there, heal them up. And then I kept moving. I just I just I just only high keyed the fishing ships. So I just went so I just pay attention to what they were doing and I healed them up as they're fighting. I lost no fishing ships. Like 
Because I just, it just, I did not know fishing ships. My extra sheep is fishing ships. He'll love combat ships. I, I actually, that's oh, something I, I learned not too long ago as well, like only a month or so ago that I learned. I, it was a new discovery, and I was like, oh my gosh, how? Yeah. Like sometimes you just insane. go through like life playing this game and you just don't learn stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, it completely opens up possibilities. Most definitely, because I would always bring my ships back to my doctor hill, but I mean, yeah. now I'm like, wait a minute, we're good. Stay in combat, but yeah, that's my extra sheep. Probably something everybody probably knew. Well, I didn't know <laughs> for a long time, so I mean, don't feel yeah, too bad. I didn't I mean, know. Yeah, some I people didn't know. don't I know how to aim, so it's okay. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, a moves is another challenge. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'd be a fun podcast name. A moves and other challenges. Yeah, oh, <laughs> tell me that would actually be good. That bay a lot of challenges, and little tips, and you may not know. All right. Well, that will be the end of our episode. I'm going to sign off here. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming in and chatting. AOE with oh, me. Yeah. It's been a blast. Uh, we just hit a lot of viewers, too. Uh, our last episode is the best episode we've ever had as far as viewership. So everyone listening, That's thanks beautiful. again. This has been the Extra Sheep, the uh, unofficial Age Empires 4 podcast. We'll, we'll catch you guys beautiful. in two weeks. Always real. Beautiful. Night. Later.